0: Welcome to another episode of To The Fullest with Jason Froberg. Today, my guest, Canadian rock band Stars Unhinged, is on the podcast. How are you guys doing today?
1: Great, Jason.
0: Uh, dude, it's great to have all you guys right. here, man. I, uh, I really appreciate you getting on Skype and uh, working out all the bugs so we can do this. Uh, we got, uh, you guys have a new album coming out, right? It's called Rise. We do. Nice. You that's want right. to tell me about that? You guys had uh, doing a bunch of recording in different cities, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's been interesting. You know, the Rona COVID times, what can you do? But uh, we're spread out across Canada, even between the three of us right here. So a lot of the initial tracking, uh, we were, we were, it was basically done at, at, at my house, I guess, most of the initial tracking. And uh, that's when we actually all got together. But now it's uh, yeah, everyone's got their own little home studios. We try to get together, work out on parts, and then uh, everyone go do some tracks and send them in. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. I think you were saying earlier that uh, we have uh, Mike Federici, your guitar player, is actually recording right now doing some guitar parts.
1: Yes, he is.
0: That's right. That's awesome. Me and
1: uh, Mike and JB got together last night and uh, this is a thing about the COVID times. We're actually working on album number two right now, and album one hasn't been released oh, yet. God. <laughs> that's yeah,
2: good. which
1: is which is it's a good place to be. Actually, it's not too bad a place mm. to be. And we worked out a bunch of stuff last night, and um, and uh, well, that's where Mike is today. He goes, I'm going to put this stuff together, and he's he's working in his studio.
0: Oh, that's cool. But
1: we still we still get together to try to you know work out the parts. Mm. It's not the same hearing, nah, that part sucks online. It's, it's nicer in person. You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so, want to be able to look the person in the face and tell them you don't like what they're doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are you guys using to uh, record your stuff with? You running Pro Tools, Logic? Uh, we're running Logic. Logic. A lot of people yeah. have been going to Logic these days.
1: You know, I've, yeah. I've been in so many kind of different Pro Tools studios. And uh, that's, initially, I was going to go to Pro Tools because of all the different uh, producers and stuff that I've worked with. Uh, They all said, Pro Tools is the way to go. And then they said, oh, no, they're subscription-based now. I don't know if you want to get tied into that. And I was like, "Uh, no, because I might not be, you know, really, it might be a fad. Maybe I'll like it for, you know, three weeks and then that's over. So... yeah, I really love logic. I think it's great. It works out just fine, and we're all on logic, all of us right now, so it's great.
0: that's awesome man yeah, and then you're running uh, you're all running Macs too as well, so it's uh pretty seamless yeah. when you're running logic right that's a mac proprietary yeah. system
2: mm-hmm.
0: but that's the other problem with uh pro tools is that you have to uh have a lot of proprietary hardware as well as the software and then right the uh the plugins now are also on a subscription base, so now it just starts. Adding up super fast, the cost of what you're paying a month just to record in your house.
1: Absolutely, so. absolutely. But and also, um, I mean, we recorded it here in Vancouver, and uh, uh, we sent it out to uh, uh, a good friend, Doug Fury, who mixed a bunch of really great, you know, bands from Vancouver, and we sent it out to him, who's uh, in the East Coast in Toronto, also. So we sent it out to him to mix it, and then sent it to uh, I think it's uh, Alberta or uh, uh, Jamie Sitar is either in Alberta or Manitoba, I'm not too sure. But it's basically three different provinces this album has been kind of done over.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. And a lot of Frank's
1: bass tracks were done in Vegas before right. he went to Toronto. <laughs>
0: oh, really, Frank? Uh, right. what, what studio were you yeah. recording out here in Vegas?
4: Oh, I, I was at, uh, at, at the house, at the casa. Actually, actually it was in Vinnie oh. Paul's house.
0: Yeah. Oh right!
4: So that's kind of cool.
0: That's awesome.
4: Yeah.
0: I was fortunate enough to uh to get to visit Vinnie Paul's house on occasion when I ever was alive out here, man. And it was a fun time, man. Crazy parties, uh, beautiful pool. It was always pool. a great
4: time. I miss the barbecues and the the great hangout. Always was.
3: Mhm. Yeah. That- I was gonna say it's uh being a football Sunday. I used to get the uh the pictures from Frankie and just seeing the silver trays just loaded up, everybody ready to go, and <laughs> ready to dive into a big feast. Yeah, he yeah, would cook in like, their jerseys. He would cook big meals for everybody, right? He's always he he's cook, always
0: he would, cooking for everybody. He
4: would cook for hundred people, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that guy. Uh, loved I the missed party. those short ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I got to hang out with his brother in uh, San Francisco uh, a couple times. They were doing the Damage Plan tours, driving through there. Man, his brother was also really, an amazing great. guy. Amazing guy. He he would buy everybody in the bar shots. He would just walk around with a big wait tr- waiter waiter uh, tray and handing out Crown Royal to everybody. People he doesn't he doesn't know any of these people, but he doesn't care. Everybody's partying with him, and I think Vinny wow. really embodied that as well. Yeah, uh, every time I saw Vinny, he was always having a good fucking time, man. Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we
3: were uh we were uh we were lucky enough to uh have some of the early stages of some of these tracks. Um he he did actually get to have a listen and uh was pretty pretty excited about the direction of where we were heading with uh with everything and the way it's you know ultimately turning out. It's uh it was kinda nice to have his blessing on it as well as we were, you know, just kinda figuring ourselves out in the early stages. Oh, that's so awesome. that was nice.
4: Yeah, and he was very very proud of us.
0: Yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's a fantastic sounding uh, album, man. I, I listened to, you guys have the new music video that you just put out.
3: Yeah, that's right. And that was, uh, again, that was an interesting kind of uh, Rona situation there. Again, knowing that uh, everybody's kind of in different cities and we kind of had to, to be socially distanced in order to, to get this done. Um, we just kind of came up with a, a concept and shot it in a way that we were able to kind of Put it together, not even being in the same city, um, and uh, I think it turned out pretty great. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, Frank was telling me that uh, you did all the video editing on this, JB. Uh,
3: that's right. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a my first kick at the can using uh, Final Cut, to seeing what I could come up with. And uh, again, I sort of had the concept. You know, we we kind of discussed the idea of the look that we kind of wanted to go for, and and then it was just up to me to. Sit down and figure it out, and, and play with it. I mean, again, another, uh, I guess, the silver lining to to COVID times, having the time to be at home to just you know sit down and and start figuring this kind of thing out. Um, it just uh, you know it was it was a bit of a you know a learning experience as well as a as a joy to put it together. That's awesome, man. If you guys uh,
0: if you guys are into it, I'd love to play a little bit of that on the uh, separate computer over here. Awesome. Absolutely. Give people a taste of what they're in for the new album rise this is fall in line <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever, and get a good taste of it uh, right now that's awesome that's fantastic for your first video, man that came out amazing i was uh I was telling frank on uh, messenger man that's just super pro. you did a great job of that
3: yeah, thank you very much it was uh like i said it was it was interesting to to be learning at the same time as putting it together but uh but yeah i think it I think it turned out great it really it it was also interesting to be kind of editing um as much sort of musically as it was visually, you know, just the pace of it kind of had to be, you know, on point with, with the pace of the song. And I think that was kind of what uh, helped kind of guide me. It was kind of my, how I kind of set the timeline of the, of the footage and everything that was going into it was, was really kind of based on the pace of the song. And so kind of coming at it from two angles visually and, and uh, sonically, it was kind of how that came together right cuz when you're uh when you're editing those music videos
0: together man it's like everything has to come down on that snare beat all the time and make sure your clips yeah. are timed with uh with the song itself so it's a little little bit of a yeah. fun process it helps you along the way you know where
3: you're mm-hmm. you know where you're going for when you're doing that yeah yeah no exactly and again it's just it was sort of a, again <coughs> it sort of it came out of necessity a little bit i mean it was a little it was not super easy to to find somebody who could come out and, and shoot a video and, and all that given the circumstances with, with lockdowns and whatnot. So um, just taking it upon ourselves to do it. Um, I mean, it's, it, it is kind of a, an interesting, you know, tool to have in our back pocket too, to know that we can do something like this uh, if we need to. I mean, we, you know, in the future, we definitely want to do more sort of concept videos and, and work with other artists and, and to put things like that together. But to know that we have this as an option as well is is always nice to have. Yeah, that's
0: fantastic, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking at your guys' website right now. Did you guys do your website as well, or did you have someone design that for you?
1: No, that that was me in my my 3 a.m. How do I get something up there? (laughs) (laughs) I guess the big problem, too, is that we're we're hiring a web person, uh, somebody to do a bit of everything. The only problem now is that all our photos – are either clipped together little Photoshop deals or picture of three of us because Frankie's on the ro- on the opposite coast from us. Oh. So we figure we're, we're going to redo everything, but we thought, well, maybe let's get a full band photo shoot before we do that. So we kind of see everything as kind of placeholders at the moment, but
2: it
0: always you know, is, you right? do what you do. Mm-hmm. You got to get it out there. You know, it's uh, one of the things about modern business strategies with the internet and everything being so instant access, it's like uh if you're not disappointed with your initial product, you didn't release it soon enough. That's one of the things I've always read. You know, just mm-hmm. get it great. out there, change yeah. it later. It's like, make sure it works. You know, that's definitely how and we every, ended up doing this podcast.
1: Everything that we've been talking about um, new singles, new videos, new photo shoots, new everything we do we realize that the three of us are here and Frankie's over here. We want to get everything done together, but it's just the time that you can't do it. So every day that you waste, is you know it's you're, you're not doing yourself any favors, get it out, don't worry about it. We can update the Spotify page. We can update this we can you know we don't care about you know this video there's only you know uh, two of us aren't in the video at the same time <laughs> you know, not only because Frank on the other coast, but a lot of times while I was doing my part. It's JB holding the camera on the other side. You know what I mean? It's the times it's 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 how it's just has to be done now. Oh yeah. And the same token that it was such a fun experience to do the video this way. Now we tell JB, "Wow, that was really great. You edited it, it looks fabulous. Hey man, let's do another one." He's like, "Fuck
3: you guys. We're hiring."
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a lot of work, man.
0: <laughs> it's
1: a lot of work. Well,
3: editing editing is hours and hours and hours <laughs> and like the one the one thing I will say though that uh That was a positive that came out of it. Is despite having heard this song like six thousand times now, uh, I still like it. (laughs) So, I think that's a that's a positive.
0: Yeah, it's a good driving song. It's got a solid guitar riff, man. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah,
1: and we have some magical cowbell in it, right? So, (laughs) yeah, the cowbell. We're bringing the magical cowbell back to heavy music. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, Yeah. you can never get enough cowbell, man. That's for sure.
1: Tommy Lee and Alex Van Halen, they know what it's all about.
0: (laughs) Right, you're a big uh, Van Halen fan yourself Chico right? We were talking a little bit about that uh, before we first record.
1: That's, that's, that is what started it for me. Like I did, my first concert was the KISS concert and so I freaked out obviously really young. And, uh, but the first time, I think, I didn't actually even hear Van Halen 1. I think it was Van Halen 2 was the very first Van Halen I've ever heard. And I was like, jeez, you know, I, I really like this. And then I heard the next album. And then I, I went back to Van Halen 1, you know. I was probably in Fair Warning was probably out by the time that I probably heard the first one. Because <laughs> I was so locked into, you know, Women and Children and Fair Warning and Van Halen 2.
0: Oh, that was a great record, man. That was a
1: great uh, record. I love them. But
0: you're a Van Hagar fan, and I love that also. Yeah, I was, I was telling you, I, my, uh, my only time I got to see Van Halen in concert was 2004, was uh, the Van Hagar experience, man. They still have Michael Anthony, though, which is amazing for me. Okay. And that's
2: pretty, uh, Yeah, that's pretty they awesome. They put on
0: a fantastic show, fantastic show. I mean, Sammy Hagar is a phenomenal singer and musician, and I like when they, they get to do the entire catalog as opposed to just doing yes. the David Lee Roth stuff, you know, because I like a lot of those songs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I love I love them both for uh totally different sides. Oh, but right. right now I will I'll go to Spotify or something and I'll put on I I won't put on a Van Halen album, I'll always put on This Is Van Halen or the Van Halen radio because I want to hear a little bit of everything.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I have
1: spent... you seen uh, Sammy with uh, Chicken Chickenfoot. Did you see that?
0: I haven't seen Chicken Foot. I definitely want to, man. They're amazing. Yeah.
1: I saw the first uh, tour at a little place called the Commodore Ballroom oh, here yeah. in
2: Vancouver.
1: And uh, Michael Anthony, and that was the first one where Satriani and Chad Smith was still mm-hmm. all of them. And it was, I freaked out. Like, I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah, Sammy it's a was, of a
0: super group, man. Yeah.
3: That's a great venue to see them to, and you, you say a little venue, but it's that's a world-famous Commodore Ballroom. It's, uh, yeah. it's a pretty legendary venue we have here in Vancouver. Pretty much anybody who's anybody has played there.
1: A thousand-seater, like yeah. a thousand-seat old-school venue where the floor used to bounce in the middle. Kiss played there back in Dress to yeah. Kill or something
3: era. Like Johnny Cash played there back in the day. Like, oh, you know, it's just one of those places. Probably one of the best shows I've ever seen was uh, was there. It was uh, Slash when he did his first um, first tour cycle with his first solo record. So it was kind of before they were called the conspirators, but it was it was that lineup of guys and uh, and that that show in that size of venue. I mean, literally being you know six feet away from Slash, you know, shredding solos and stuff was just absolutely incredible.
0: Amazing.
3: Yeah, and the sound in that venue is just unmatched.
4: I hope it doesn't close down because of the COVID. Hope they can keep yeah. it open.
3: Yeah I, think, keep it open. <clears throat> yeah, I think we've
4: lost a few good base. rooms here in Toronto. We've lost the Orbit room, and some other clubs just won't uh, come back, unfortunately, from, from this. So, very sad.
0: It is, man. It's uh, it's one of those things that's really hard to keep those clubs open, even when you're running at full speed, you know. And, and exactly. a, a lot of clubs can get taken down just by booking, like, one national act and paying their guarantee out, and then they don't sell many tickets to that show and now they're out 5 to 8000 dollars say and or even more if it's a mm-hmm. larger venue and you know that that's that's enough to almost take a club down you know you do one or two of those bad shows and and mm-hmm. i've just seen so many go by the wayside because of that and now with covid it's it's going to be a whole different uh environment out there for touring mm-hmm. acts when we can tour again
1: yeah yeah it's definitely it's it's actually really sad i wonder about a lot of those Places in Vegas, like I Vamped. I love going to Vamped.
0: there's was a fantastic rock bar.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Vamped has a has a bit more money behind it than some of the others. I yeah, don't I don't know. Like, yeah. let's hope that it can you know stay afloat. Because what a great place for concerts.
0: Well, right now, uh, my buddy Donnie, who is on the uh, podcast, Donnie DeCecchio, he uh, he's running Vamped right now, and uh, they've been opened back up doing uh, food service, doing like bar and food service. I know. Awesome. I mean, you know, yeah. you still can't do live entertainment, but um, hopefully it's enough to you know help help pay for the overhead and keep things afloat. But yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Danny Coker's not going to let that thing go at the wayside, man. You know. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah he, he loves that. <laughs> I don't place. think he's going to start a GoFundMe yeah. also
1: to keep it uh, keep the doors open there. Right. Well, actually, yeah. hey, I would. That's a GoFundMe. I would send money to.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see
1: some yeah. great artists down there. You know.
3: Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, got a pretty funny story about Danny. Actually, I got had the chance to open for uh, Count 77 up here. I was uh, playing with a with a different act, and they uh, they came through, and we got to open up for them, and uh, and then hang out after the show. And he introduced me to snorting whiskey. Oh God! <laughs> so that, that was uh, that was an interesting experience, but uh, <laughs> kind of became an interesting party trick for uh, for a few weekends after that with my with my friends who hadn't experienced that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, was a, they were they were a great bunch of guys. That uh, the Count 77 group, they uh, definitely brought the Vegas up to Vancouver. That's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I used to uh,
0: we used to do the the snorting vodka thing back in uh, in high school. Man, that shit made me
3: hallucinate. It fucks you up, dude. Yeah. It's a different thing. It really is. Like you get this kind of, cause you don't process it the same way. So you kind of get this full body drunk buzz thing going on. It's pretty, it's pretty wild time. Oh yeah. Wow.
1: Look at, okay, guys, gotta go.
3: You're right.
0: For people listening, if you're going to fuck around with that, right. you shouldn't. Yeah. Hey, I'm not, I don't want to yeah. condone that, yeah. no, but uh, if you're going to, you know, make yeah. sure to do just a very little amount, you know, don't drown yourself because you yeah. will fuck yourself all up. It's like yeah. the very bottom of a Don't shot try this at
3: home. Disclaimer. Don't try it
0: at home, man. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, we, we've done it for you. We've done it for you. It's dumb. Don't do it. It'll hurt you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, I remember... Uh, I remember seeing uh, we were hanging out at the park after snorting a bunch of vodka and watching this chick I was probably on some other stuff too <laughs> walk through in front of us disappear across the park and then can start again from the opposite side of the park walking through <laughs> and I was like what the fuck is happening right now that is the most peculiar thing. <laughs> Are you guys seeing this Yeah. <laughs> fucking fun though
1: yeah that party. would be it for me I'm like nope that's it I'm yeah i I'm, I'm quit drinking kombucha or some shit. I'd move on. <laughs> <it. laughs> I just got some you know vodka infused kombucha in my fridge I haven't tried it yet but it, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Let's take a health drink and fuck it up,
0: right <laughs> yeah. I actually heard uh just recently i guess uh they they passed uh an organ that cocaine heroin psychedelics everything's legal in Oregon right now kind of experience I heard that thing. or I think
3: it's a decriminalized so they decriminalized. decriminalize it so basically you're not going to get um you know necessarily arrested or prosecuted for for small amounts of it which you know I guess is uh you know it's kind of a hot button topic for a lot of people but mm-hmm. um you know for some there's some places where they have done I think it was I want to say Portugal but I you'd have to check me on that I can't remember but there's been places where they have tried it and it seems to, it uh, does seem to help. Um, you know, I guess they're, they tend to put more of a focus on uh, like treating addictions and stuff like that as opposed to, you know, criminalizing it. Yeah. Um, but, but, you uh, try yeah, that it's, in
4: Vancouver on Hastings Street.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. it, it's not technically a decriminalized thing, but it's, it's definitely, they, it's almost a similar situation it is kind of a you know they look past use personal use of it and they they tend to try to give help i mean we have like essentially you know safe injection sites and things like that here uh that sort of you know try to deter people from you know using dirty drugs and sharing needles and things like that that results in a lot more death so again, like I said, it's a hot button topic. People have a lot of different opinions on how that goes. But, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, see somewhere like Oregon kind of taking a chance at that.
0: Yeah, they worked well with the marijuana, right? uh, That's, I mean, you don't see a a rise in crime rate or anything, you know, you see a rise in in capital being gained by the state whenever they, uh, you know, they start taxing the marijuana sales. And Uh, I think, I think people have a lot better things to be doing with uh, police hours and time than arresting people for getting high, honestly. yeah, And those people. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, you know, so many people are in prison uh, for just trying to have a good time. And it's really, Mm -hmm. it's really a shame. Not that it's like the best thing to be addicted to drugs, but that's a whole different, different concept from being thrown in prison for enjoying yourself, I'd say.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That misdemeanor drug use or whatever is like you know yeah. filling prisons with people for that is a bit ludicrous but but uh yeah, I don't know it's uh like i said it's it's one of those things you kind of just have to to wait it out a little bit it's kind of a you, a trial and error type situation I think you you know course correct as you need but uh be interesting to see how it plays out
0: yeah, I will man i uh I'm sure there's With uh, the heavier drugs that aren't marijuana and stuff like that, you know, like heroin and cocaine, they might start causing a little bit of an issue with addiction tendencies and and people getting a little out of control. Maybe the, I don't know, you see what happened in, uh, what, San Francisco with needles and shit being all over the streets. And it's like, hopefully they can contain that from becoming a ridiculous, reckless, uh, abandoned kind of situation. But I think it's a step Mm -hmm. in the right direction personally. It's it's a beautiful thing to stop punishing people for, you know, life choices that aren't hurting other people.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't seem to me like it's going to be like a a celebrating drug situation. It's not like, hey, everybody, now, now's your chance. Go out and do it. It's just, it's just sort of saying like, you know, you're not necessarily going to end up in prison for 15 years if you get caught with, you know, a personal amount of narcotics. So, yeah, I think it's beautiful,
0: man. I think it's one of those steps in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Right.
3: But uh, yeah, like I said, it's sort of, again, one of those sort of hot button topics. And it's kind of, you know, again, just to sort of bring it back to to the music stuff. I mean, it's kind of one of those things that that's sort of what even fall in line is a little bit about is it's, you know, one of these situations of like, let's, let's talk about these things. Let's figure out a solution, you know, let's, let's figure out, let's meet in the middle. Let's, let's talk and, and figure out how we can, you know, move forward, whether you agree on something or not. You know, that's it's all right to have a difference of opinion on things and and have a different view uh, as long as we can get together as adults and talk about it and and figure out a way to uh, to find some compromise. Um, That's kind of, you know, the sentiment. And uh, and I think that's, you know, this is a great opportunity for a state to kind of pave the way for something like that. So,
4: it's funny you yeah. wrote this song a long time ago. It, everything seems to be lining up to what's happening this whole summer. <laughs> it does, yeah. doesn't it? The song's it's really what,
1: weird. Two years older, maybe. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, but I think but, if the uh, if the footage in the in the video shows you anything, I mean, there, there's there's definitely themes that seem to be pretty uh, constant throughout history. It's you know, I think we're we'll we'll constantly ha- as as long as people have you know freedom and choice and and opinions you know there's always going to be some level of conflict and and that's not necessarily always a bad thing i mean it's it's okay to to disagree and to you know have to figure out a way to meet in the middle somewhere
0: you know
3: to as the as the lyric goes to bridge the great divide so
0: right if everyone was just on the same page thinking the same thing i mean it'd be a pretty boring ass world right like there'd be no exactly no flavors it's like uh I I like to equate it to uh ice cream right like if just because I like vanilla doesn't mean that everybody should eat vanilla ice cream at all times right like that would be
1: and you're an idiot if you don't yeah you're an idiot and
0: I hate you and we're not friends anymore and you know because you don't eat vanilla ice cream and it's just like damn dog like there's there's all kinds of uh options out there maybe you're not going to want that forever either you know and uh, You should
3: see the look on people's faces when I try to get them to drink the beers that I drink. (laughs) What are you drinking right now?
0: Some sort of sour. I've
3: got a uh, a Strathcona Beach Rattler. Man, that's a mouthful. Yeah, so it's just a a nice light. uh, What do they say here? Uh, It's a precise blend of fresh lemon and raspberry juice with beer. Oh, I realize that's not a. It's probably not a popular choice with a lot of people. It's like get that fruit out of my beer, but I like it. Uh, It's like the uh, good old Bartles and James or something like that,
0: right? I used to love those pretty much. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, we all
1: we all got together. um, Me and Mike and JB, and we had some hazy IPAs and sushi last night.
3: Oh, so we got
1: quite a you know a few beers.
3: What was that? uh, What was that? That oatmeal fudge stout or whatever we had there's a
1: there's a great craft in vancouver called twin sales and twin sales makes just the wickedest stuff like great stuff but they had one it was a oatmeal fudge
3: stout with sea salt that's right
1: you know chocolate fudge whatever sea salt stout and uh yeah between the three of us we you know we took a third of them and we're like man this is this is actually really good this is good (laughs) I'm good right
0: there. That's the you know. <laughs> I,
3: I, I, I would have finished one. I would have finished one. It yeah,
1: definitely I it. Finished it. it definitely was really good, but I feel when uh when it gets a bit colder, you know, when winter starts coming, that's when you want these nice dark beers.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. JB
1: you got the memo, right? Summer's over, you could put that
3: put Nah, that I'm holding <laughs> I'm holding on with everything I got. <laughs> It it is still actually, it's a kind of a nice sunny day out here today. Like enjoying, we've, we've been pretty lucky. It's it's definitely getting cold here, but we've been pretty lucky with the weather by Vancouver standards. I mean, you know. Tell me about the weather in Vancouver. Yeah. So, uh, as, as I think I was saying, I don't know what we, we caught there, but similar to, uh, similar to Seattle, obviously we're just a little bit North of there. So we get a lot of rain. Um, but, uh, Surprisingly, it's been a pretty reasonable fall and and uh, winter, uh, or start to winter anyway. Um, here, it's we've been getting a lot of sunshine. I've been uh, been able to get out and golf. Actually, I've been uh, you know, it's a little little frozen out on some of the greens sometimes, but it's still out there in the uh, in the sunshine golfing, which is great. Yeah, it's not as bad as some people would think.
0: I remember I, uh, I was up in Toronto last year, and I brought thermals and, like, a down jacket and all this thing. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't want to be freezing to death out there. And, you know, I was like, I was getting off and walking, uh, walking around at nighttime, and it still wasn't even really that bad. The only problem I had yeah. was I didn't bring, like, uh, waterproof shoes. And so there was oh, snow yeah. everywhere, right? And it's like, oh, that's, that's a mistake. But, that's the key.
3: Yeah, but it wasn't too key. bad. It wasn't too yeah. bad. No, it's pretty funny. We uh, my uh, my other gig is is working in the film industry, and uh, it, it's always funny to see when you get like the L.A. executives or something that come up to Vancouver and they're just wearing like giant parkas and like, <laughs> winter boots and stuff, expecting that they're you know that we're shooting in igloos or something up here. Oh, and yeah. it's uh, 60,
1: and it's 60 degrees.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, You know, ever you know, you've got you got PAs or something that are you know locking up. Part of the set and they're wearing shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I'm like what are you talking about this is fine well <clears throat>
1: the thing is too we, we i think we've been getting less and less rain because i just remember it being that much rainier back in the day i don't know why uh, but we were talking about our, our good friend zach throne when zach comes up to vancouver and uh, like i told you zach uh, he stays with uh with us when he comes up and he was and zach's always like okay i'm coming up and be there for four days man i can't wait to eat some sushi and hang out and chat and man i hope it rains he, he's <laughs> just he's just hoping it rains right, moving he out goes, from vegas. yeah he goes oh man i hope it rains like the whole time i'm there
0: I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah what had- is it now
4: jason is it like 200 days without rain in vegas now
0: it's been forever, and we got some clouds like the past couple of days, and it might have sprinkled just enough to where you could see like it sprinkled a second ago on the ground, but you never felt <laughs> anything, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's been so dry. So now out you got to wash
4: your car.: oh, boo. Shh, I ain't
0: washing my car. it's COVID, son. That's just) <laughs> 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 I try to impress no one. Look <laughs> that., yeah. you know, I'll wash yeah. my car when I get my job back, shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no kidding.. So, right.
0: But yeah, it's uh it's uh yeah, it's been a long drought, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, we've been inside for, you know, the majority of the time, so you don't really think about it, but it's it's been so long since we saw rain. And I even started making uh like rain videos for YouTube because people are like they want they want to see and hear rain because they miss it, you know, and it's like becoming yeah. popular on YouTube to just put on a channel with uh some royalty-free window with rain pouring because I can't shoot my own window ever. <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen.
4: Yeah, um, have the sun channel.
0: Right? I got do the sun channel for <laughs> sure. I could do sun. that forever. Though <laughs> uh, so I should be doing like uh, sunsets. My buddy Drew Jackson does that, but uh, we get some beautiful sunsets out here. The sky's always turning yellow and pink and blue and all kinds of colors as the sun's going down. It's pretty magnificent. But, uh, you know, we could use some rain as well. That's for damn sure. Yeah. cleans the streets, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it gets dangerous, too, because it's like uh, cars have been driving on the road for so long without rain. And so the, yeah. there's just like dried oil just waiting to get slick again. And then, the you know, the first downfall, it just is a oh. it's a death trap out there. I've spun yeah, my uh, car multiple times in Vegas. Not doing anything dangerous at all, like just turning at like five, ten miles an hour. But it just started raining, and so my car just starts spinning in circles in the middle of the intersection. I was like, "What the fuck? I was at a stoplight." Yeah, desert ice. Yeah, it's dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. I've spun completely around in the middle of an on-ramp of a of a freeway, not speeding, not driving recklessly. It's, it's insane sometimes whenever that, that first downpour hits. So dangerous. So dangerous. Because yeah. it just, yeah, we'll go, like you said, 200 days something without rain, man. It's, it's brutal in the desert.
2: But
4: wow. I did see Mount Charleston. Got some snow yesterday.
0: Oh, did it? I haven't seen that, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, to going and seeing the snow, man. That's definitely a, a big, big privilege to like have Mount Charleston that close when you're living in the desert.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I took Chico up there. I, I know we went to the uh, Area 51. That was fun.
1: Yeah, Area 51, and we went to um, Valley of Fire. Oh, yeah. nice! Love it up there. Yeah, Valley of Fire, and we just kept going. <laughs> you know, thinking of you know Captain Kirk running around there, being chased by the Gorn or whatever it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, awesome. I went to Mount Charleston, I think, last, uh, last time Nicole and I were there. I think we went up to Mount Charleston too and got away from the strip for a while.
4: Oh, yeah. I miss our drives up from Anaheim coming from the Nam show. That was always a good time. That was a good time.
1: That was probably some of the most rain I've ever seen. Remember that one spot between we'd go to the Nam show in Anaheim and Frankie and I would drive back in his truck all the way back to Vegas. And there was so much rain and just wind, and it was out of control. Frankie drove me back. I think uh, I was staying at the New York, New York, and Frankie drove me back to my hotel uh, from L.A. Right to Vegas, and we get out of the parking lot. We get out and we're chatting for a second. We go, "Hey, where's your cover? Like his cover that went on the back of his truck, the hard cover? It was gone."
4: We didn't even know. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, we didn't. And my bit. golf
4: clubs are in the back. Yeah, oh. are <laughs> like
2: <they're> all wet. <laughs> Yeah,
1: like it was one of those
4: hard covers on the back, and then it was gone. Yeah, through the Cojone Pass there, Jason. You know the the pass there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it interesting. Hard. Fun ride back.
1: Yeah, but we stopped at that badass ghost town or something up there.
0: Which one? There's a lot uh, of calico.
4: Calico. Mm. Okay. Calico. I think it was right. Yeah, it was
2: great. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's fun. Yeah, there's so many like crazy little, uh, deserted towns outside of the Vegas area. You head any direction on any freeway, and there's mm-hmm. a ghost town of like one abandoned gas station and a few little houses. Yeah. And it's just,
1: oh my goodness, that's yeah. great. It's yeah, fantastic like you can, you can film photos, sh- you can film like a Sheryl Crow video in every one of those places. <laughs> oh,
0: definitely. <laughs> we have that's though,
3: what... where we go to shoot music videos out here.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I, I, for sure. Every time I see it, I just start thinking of
3: Sheryl Crow songs. That's on the list for sure. Definitely got to do that. Oh yeah. Just and don't definitely... do it in July. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I made the drive back once from, uh, I went up through like Big Bear coming back from um, from California once. And the... it was actually the last time I was in Vegas. And uh just remember like, you know, driving by the one bar and there's like literally a pickup truck and a motorcycle parked out front. And it's like a little tin roof bar with like no other building for a couple of miles. And like, I had to get the the car back, I had the rental car, and I had to get it back, but I wanted to stop so bad and just, like, roll in there. But I also realized, like, maybe it's not a good idea to just roll into that place as a complete stranger either. (laughs) But Well, maybe, but uh, but uh,
1: don't kick the door and saying sup,
2: bitches!
3: (laughs) 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 Right? But I just love little spots like that. Like, I always want to just check that, that kind of stuff out, just that little, you know, little bar in the middle of nowhere or, you know, Random, like you say, little ghost towns and stuff like that. That that always kind of interests me so much. Uh, I
4: used
3: A to Pioneer uh, Saloon. Yeah, yeah, I
0: used to uh, read uh, water meters when I was going to college for audio engineering out in uh, Arizona. And so I'm driving this Jeep way the fuck deep into the desert to read all these properties that are maybe just getting built or whatever. And there's and so I'd always hit lunch at some of those little places, man. And there'd be like literal horses tied to posts. <laughs> outside of a small bar on the side of a dirt road and there's like nothing for miles and I was like that's where I'm fucking eating lunch for sure.
3: So good. Oh yeah. (laughs) The best barbecue you've ever had in your life.
0: Yeah. And everybody's actually really nice in there. You know, you walk in and it's like some uh, some old country music playing and people are pretty friendly. Uh, It was was, was some nice experiences out there for sure, man. Real cowboys living out there. That's (laughs) so
4: cool. I think we had lunch at the Little Alien, didn't we, Chico? Yes we did. Yeah.
1: The little alien. Good food. Good food. That was great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Couple couple uh, couple of cold beers out there after that long drive.
4: Oh, what is it? Seven seven miles on a dirt road and we finally yeah. made it to the gate. Yeah. Have you uh, been up there, Jason?
0: The little alien?
4: To Area 51? Oh the, the yeah, I was going to ask alien. you.
0: I was going to ask you about your Area 51 trip actually, because I I've, yeah. I've driven by there. You know, it's like oh yeah, that's Area 51 over that way. But uh, I guess there's some tourist stuff over there or something like that. I haven't actually gone really close to the base.
4: It's a seven mile dirt road to get right up to that fence where the and the black mailbox and all that stuff. But the little alien, you get It's like a gift shop and a motel. They stay in these trailer homes, you know, if you wanted to stay overnight, and uh, they have pretty good burgers up there, actually. Yeah. It was great.
0: I bet I can look it up on this computer over here. Yeah. It's a little far it, out of my reach.
3: Whatever happened to that, uh, the big... There's going to be, like, the big gathering of... <laughs> everyone oh, yes. going to go and meet 51. A friend, of ours, you want a friend and,
4: of ours was... Uh, he lost a shitload of money on that deal. Like,
3: yeah.
4: everyone, a million people replied, yes, they are going to go, and I think... Uh, 2,300 people showed up.
3: Oh. Like <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say... had
4: bands all lined up and, uh, you know, stages and, and merchandise and everything. And they lost their ass. Oh, like,
0: no. They lost,
4: like, 80 grand on that deal.
0: Wow. Oh, nice. wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, I was looking forward to... Uh... To all those people going to rush uh, rush a military base oh, in the dude, They were like, so excited. That's where, just that's like it you was, guys yeah. are going to yeah. get slaughtered, literally. You can't just rush a military base. I don't <laughs> care what you're trying to prove, man.
4: They were all looking forward <laughs> yeah. to trying out their new weapons, right? They are like, yeah. okay, let's see what my little gun can do now. My right? like laser.
0: They're like, yeah. I'm sure they had like less than lethal like sonic cannons and stuff lined up and all this fun yeah. new technology. They're just like, let's see how, how fast you can put all these people on their knees. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and uh, just destroy their eardrums and the send all kinds of strobe lights out of them. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like
4: in that movie.
0: Man, I was really looking forward to seeing uh, seeing footage of people trying to trying to storm Area 51. That was just that was going to be hilarious. I'm glad nobody was, got hurt, but so man, I'm also kind of bummed that no one got hurt. <laughs> that was, was going to be so funny. But but yeah, they got shut down really hard, man. And then uh, there was some festivals, like some offshoot stuff that kind of went on around the same time because everything kind of collapsed in on the big the big festival that was supposed to happen out there. But it was really an anticlimactic event for sure.
4: Well, there's no hospitals around there. There's really nowhere. If you get in trouble out there, there were, they would have been stuck. It would have been a disaster. If oh, was, yeah. they were trying to do another Woodstock there, it wouldn't have worked.
0: No. It's the middle of the desert, like literally. It's yeah. you're driving you know, a very long way before you see a town. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But
1: they, they might not get medical attention, but they'll get a damn good burger and a cold beer. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs>
4: That's That's <pretty> right? Good. <laughs> and three, three porta potties for 250,000 people.
0: Oh right, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Well, that. we drove on
4: that road right up
1: to the gate. You know, the famous gate that there's a sign on there. You know, like don't cross. Don't try to be funny and shove one foot over because you will be fined and you will be arrested. Oh, yeah. We got out of the car. We stood right on the side and we just looked. And not even a minute later, the pickup truck was on top of the hill that they're saving. And the door opened. Nobody came out, just like you see on TV. And I'm like,
2: yes! There's the pickup (laughs) truck!
1: I spent all the time looking at all the, you know, the cactus over there to see if they were actually turning, to see if maybe there were cameras and fake cactus up there, but I didn't catch
4: anything. (laughs) I think I said to Chico, I said, I I wonder if they can hear what we're saying. And then the guy flashed his high beams, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course they can hear what you're saying.
4: (laughs) It's so
1: good. I I, I enjoyed
0: that. Yeah. absolutely
4: enjoyed that trip.
0: I'll have to take my dad up there, man. He loves that shit. He loves it.
4: I like those little road trips.
1: They're great. Oh yeah. I'm just I'm I'm an alien freak you know like all that ancient aliens I'll watch that all day long when I get off tour if it's ancient aliens marathon or shark week don't even call me for six days you know (laughs) (laughs) the phone he's an alien yeah that's it gonna hang out and watch ancient aliens and shark week and I'll talk to you you know following Tuesday or something (laughs)
0: Yeah, Ancient Aliens cracks me up. Like, the first season was really good, man, and then the second season, they're just grasping at every just straw they can grasp at. Yeah, they're just like, stretch that shit out as far as possible. <laughs> they're like, maybe yeah. it was. <laughs> <They're> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it was aliens. But, but maybe it was, it
0: was aliens. aliens.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Who invented the ruler? Could it be humankind? Why should I could. I don't know. You, you. I don't
0: know. Humans you. humans can't accomplish anything on their own. It was definitely aliens no. did everything for us. Aliens did everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're fun. Those are fun shows, man. The guy, the fucking guy, with his it's the crazy. haircut, like, yeah. What is he think? What's he doing? Do he does he no. knows? Does he know how insane he looks with that haircut, or is he intentionally <laughs> trying to look insane? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's fucking great. The Kramer haircut. That's exactly what it is.
1: He's going to bust through the door, (laughs) (laughs)
2: Jerry.
0: Oh, yeah. But I'm saying that's one of my guilty pleasures as well. I'll be caught up watching Asian Aliens and just episodes start going by.
1: I'll I'll do it on tour.
0: Yeah. I'm on tour
1: with the Biff Band. A lot of times I get to the hotel. I don't watch movies, I don't sleep a lot. So this whole take a nap before between soundcheck and a show, and I just don't do it. So I'm always, you know, UFO declassified and all these. That's that's pretty much all I watch. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm fucking myself up is what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, man. They just confuse the hell out of you and all your uh, all ideas of like chronological history and like real things that are going on they're just like oh well you know when they talk about uh, angels in the bible were they really talking about angels or was it aliens we're just asking oh, yeah. questions
1: just asking questions you make up your own decision uh, but
3: don't the
1: angel wings don't are those are those jetpacks or are those wings
3: right
2: seriously
3: <laughs> Chico this as soon as great. your hair starts to like you know creamer out a little bit we're gonna have to have an intervention <laughs> uh, you think so yeah. you know uh, yeah, I that'd be a hell short, of a Kramer. And that's,
1: and that's a, that's a, that's a serious undercover brother Afro. That would be
3: Solid, solid, exactly.
1: But you know, it's kind of rock and roll. You a little Kiss, Van Halen, Aliens, Star Wars, Shark Week. It's really just and beers. Really. That's that's why I mean that's what keeps me going, especially in COVID times.
0: <laughs> You're speaking yeah. my language, Chico. I'm telling yeah, you, man. No that's uh, that is all right up my freaking alley. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is, is ancient aliens. Yeah, he'll come uh, yeah. back. He's
3: coming there he back. Is. There he is.
2: There yeah, yes, Star hey, Wars Ancient
3: aliens. He just had um, to kick the hyperdrive into uh, uh, yeah. like right speed. on the Falcon. Yeah. I love that
0: that's backdrop, right. bro. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a, it's going to be a Mandalorian sort of evening tonight. I haven't watched any.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, season
0: so one. First I one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I, had, I had a hard time keeping up with the Mandalorian, man. We put it on like three or four times, and uh, I don't know. I I, couldn't, yeah. I I love Star Wars, too, and yeah. Boba Fett.
1: But it's, it's not grasping you?
0: It's not grasping me. I think there's not enough dialogue going. That's a lot of action sequences. Right. Has yeah, you tried to do a
1: Picard
0: show? Picard? Oh, no. Yeah. Not I saw out. the first couple episodes. Yeah,
4: that's all right. Yeah? A little goofy at times, but it, it, it's it's pretty good.
0: Star good Trek. to see him
4: again, you
0: know. You know what I and watched we'll uh, recently was uh, Utopia on Amazon Prime. It's got like Rain oh. Wilson and uh, John Cusack in it. And it's all about a pandemic going on that they're that's getting out of control. So it was fun. It was kind of a thriller goofy kind of thing. Yeah, but we really enjoyed that. We crushed that whole thing. Nice. That's yeah, that's
1: that's what I do now. I, I came so late to watching any sort of series, like never. I was just never really that into TV. And I'd talk to everybody, hey, are you watching a series? No, I never seen it. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Never seen it. Have you seen Rome? <laughs> I, I just, I just, I always so, found something better to do than yeah. watch. And I I guess I have some sort of fear of commitment with, you know, TV because I know I'm going to watch it. I'm going to waste, you know, three hours and then I'm never going to see it again. And uh, but now, my goodness, I just I now I can't stop. Ozark. I love Ozark. Oh, That was good. Um, Show was killer. I started Breaking Bad after Breaking Bad was finished. And I was, I was uh, my, uh, my, my other singer in the, in the Biff Naked band, Biff, she's like, uh, where are you on Breaking Bad? And I said, I've never seen it. She's like, wait, what? I was like, never seen it. She's like, uh, and we were staying at her at uh, her place in Toronto. And she goes, okay, I'm going to put on just one episode. See if you like it. And I watched an episode. I was like, well, that's cool. Let's just watch one more. <laughs> and by the time I got through that, I was downloading them into my iPad so I can watch them on the flight. I came home. I watched all six seasons or whatever in, in like six weeks, just finish it. I thought, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And now I watch series all the time.
0: Uh, they were masterful about, uh, with Breaking Bad, where they, they end the, every episode on a cliffhanger, and then they start the beginning of the episode with like a teaser about some horrible thing that's going to happen at some point during the episode. But they don't tell you what the yeah, the context is. It. And you're just like, no. oh, I got to watch it now. I can't not see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was one of the best, and I love that they ended it. What was it, four or five seasons? Right, that they. I
1: think five. Yeah. Yeah, they it's got awesome. in and
0: out, and they didn't like stretch it and stretch it and stretch it, and they were like, "Here's the story," and it was always it was always
3: popping, which I loved. I still haven't finished it. That's one of those shows. Like, actually, I got uh, I got through the first four seasons, and then, uh, you know, admittedly, this was back in the the days of pirating and all that kind of stuff, and so I'd, I'd actually downloaded the fifth season and just got a. a bad version of it but uh, now i i also like i keep seeing it like come up on like on netflix or whatever it is and i kind of go you know, it's been long enough now that i'd have to start at the beginning worth it and i'm though. just kind of like i'm just a little bit worried i'm like how much time have i got like do i have time for uh, five seasons of a show right now i don't know it is covid a, like you said it's a Man, big commitment right. <laughs> but. i think i've watched yeah.
4: all the sopranos like three times Oh, nice. Wow. The past six years like the whole it's so well done, that show. it's I've great. Never seen one episode. Kids love start The Sopranos, out.
0: too. I have to check that mm-hmm. out for sure. I haven't seen that one either. You know, we And, did, Jason, uh, have, have
4: you watched The Boys yet? I got my sister into The Boys. I did. I watched oh, a couple episodes the super, of The, the evil Boys. Superheroes.
0: The first episode's awesome, man. Like, right away, yes. it's bloody, and, like, they, they, they show what pieces of shit these guys are. Like, they're not these <laughs> fantastical beings that are, like, morally yeah. superior to everyone. They're That's humans neat, with neat superpowers that behave yeah. like human beings. No, I really, I, 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 I got to watch more of it.
3: Uh, what, yeah, once, I was going to say, once you get back to film, I think they filmed that in Toronto, Frank. You're going to have to hunt down the sets and check I it out. I heard that, yeah.
4: And you work on The Flash, which is filmed That's out
3: there right. in Vancouver, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I work on, uh, on a superhero <clears throat> show called The Flash.
4: And Chico got me into a show called Kim's Convenience. Did you get the picture I sent you, Chico, of I found the Kim's Convenience store? No. I texted it to you. You never replied to me. I thought maybe he didn't get it. So oh, I'll, the I'll,
1: I'll, I'll take you off an off of
4: unblock now.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's watching Ancient Aliens again.
3: Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I that was. was nice. Yeah. Pro- probably Mandalorian.
1: Everything. All this nah. Yeah. It's so all we did. Well, I spent so much time. I think when we were doing this album, I was basically in my basement for probably 10 hours a day for like a half a year. Because not only were we doing the album, we were, I I was learning a lot. Um, I was on Google and YouTube a lot. I can't get this to do this. Why am I, why is this not happening? So I'm always learning how to track. And then I was doing the drums at home and then I would get Mike Federici over and he'd do guitar parts and then he'd leave. And then I'd be talking to Frankie as he's doing bass tracks and he'd send it to me and he'd leave and then JB would come over. So as everyone came in for a few days or four days or five days for a song, I had 20 days of that because it was with three different people. And then ultimately as JB being the singer, he would do his parts and then I'd give him his parts, send him his parts back, then he'd come back and, He'd call me or message me a couple days later and go, you know, uh, there's something I want to try differently on this one part, so JB will be back. And then he'd go, okay, I think that's good. And then he'd go, and then he'd go, you know, the ending. I want to try something just a little differently in this part of the song. And then he'd end up coming back, and it's, the process of that was, was so long that when it was actually pretty much done, I think uh, I turned on my computer probably, I don't know, four times since then. The first time that I actually opened up Logic and got everything going was last night. That's when JB and Mike were over. (laughs) I just kind of left it and and Mike came over. Hey, I want to do some demoing of some guitar tracks and see how they sound. And I was like, okay, hang on a sec okay what's the keyboard shortcut for that again i almost had to relearn because i just kind of put it out of my mind once i sent all the, the songs out for mixing oh yeah yeah and then i got just deep into you know tv <laughs> <laughs> and the election and stuff so you know
0: oh, makes, i'm glad that you appreciate over, the
1: engineers I'm actually very glad the uh, election stuff's over.
0: I've been I've been clicking anything that pops any political stuff up. I just go uh, not interested. Stop throwing me this. I don't want to see anymore. Like <laughs> it's over. Yeah,
1: you, I figure it's over. I'm not. I'm just not even watching it. And yeah. I don't like any of the, you know, just the aftermath. You're stupid if you voted this way. You're stupid if you didn't. You this. Uh, you know what? This thing happened. It's the way it happens. It's over.
0: Yeah, why alienate fifty percent of the population? That that was why like one alienating? of the closest races I've ever seen in my life, and it's like you're alienating half of the people that you know, man. Just don't be a dick about it, you know. Everybody's don't got be a dick about everybody's it. got their opinion, and they're entitled right. to their opinion. You know, like, Absolutely, so much so, so that I don't
1: even care. You know, some people say, "Geez, so, you know who voted for that?" Don't care. I don't even want to know what my American. Because yeah. I just so don't care either way who's, uh,
0: doesn't,
4: yeah. I don't even want to
0: know. It, it, <laughs> just, it, it <laughs> takes both. Yeah. Can you imagine
4: it's just all the as so over Thanksgiving? To, you're right. This, this kid, this Thanksgiving uh, for you guys is going to be quite interesting down there.
0: It's been interesting for a while now, honestly.
4: <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fights over what happened.
0: Oh yeah, people getting divorced and it's just ridiculous, man. You know, everyone's cutting each other off and uh, no one's talking to anybody anymore, and all over a difference of opinion, which really, both sides, we need both people, man. You know, we need the idealists. We need the structured people, and to put those ideals into place. It's like you know, both sides are right. Both sides are wrong. Calm the fuck down, yeah. But everyone wants to be like, no, this is my tribe, and I belong to it. It's like, no, you don't, man. You don't play for the fucking Raiders. It's not your team, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you watch it on TV. Stop personalizing yeah. shit so much. Yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah. But, you know, exactly uh, everyone wants a war to fight. It, yeah. it's, I'm just glad it's over, regardless of the, the outcome, man. Although it's going to get dragged through the mud all the way up until the inauguration day, I'm sure.
2: <clears> oh, <throat>
1: And we almost feel we. Uh, I guess us as uh, you know Canadians in Canada, it was. Uh, I guess for every once in a while, some things were entertaining. You know, it's like watching. I don't know. It was like kind of like uh, like uh, what was that dude? uh guys would come out and hit somebody with a chair and shit and oh, like not, wrestling.
0: Not, yeah, it's
3: like WWE? it was
1: like uh, <laughs> not Maury Povich or like uh, one of those Jerry Springer. Jer- Springer.
3: Yeah. Springer. Yeah.
1: It was kind of like that. Sadly. Yeah. It was kinda of like it was a little bit entertaining, but after a while it was just like, um I don't know. Problem. This it just it's not it's just didn't feel good. Plus we're we're pretty chilled up here anyway, so everything is like, Oh, I feel so sorry for this person and I feel sorry for that side and you feel sorry for everybody and yeah, but one, yeah, of, things too, like,
0: it was, one of the things I like about like Canadian language is the use of the word sorry. And you guys are, like, so uh, polite all the time. And they, I was reading a thing about, uh, like, uh, uh, legally, saying sorry does not mean that you admit wrongdoing in a crime or like a criminal investigation. It's like, well, you said you were sorry for it. He goes, well, we say we're sorry for fucking everything. They had to actually like write it in the laws. That doesn't mean that I admit I did anything.
4: It's not an admission
3: of guilt. It's not an admission of guilt saying sorry. Sorry isn't just sorry. Sorry is also hello. And (laughs) it's like, sorry, 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 sorry. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Somebody said, hey, what
1: did you say? Sorry. Like, I mean, that's. It is kind of it is kind of weird. Oh, That's dude. our next album yeah. title, I think. Story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Either that or where's my uh, poutine?
0: Oh, yeah. poutine's <laughs> good, man. What and was the funny, place?
1: Frankie used to come up to Vancouver and say, "Where can we go get poutine?" And I was like, "I don't know, Montreal." <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like it's like going to California and saying, "I came all the way here to California because I want to find the best cannolis ever." <laughs> yeah, wrong coast, dude. You know? <laughs> right, right
4: country, wrong coast.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. I had
4: to try. I had to try. <laughs>
0: poutine's the bomb oh, what was that place i got it, i i can't remember the damn thing i have it on my bag though that i uh, travel for work with but the poutine up there in toronto was amazing and they just stuff it into a container man
4: you're welcome you're welcome oh yeah. it's fantastic
0: i like i it's they gave you a little thing like that and you're like oh that's it and you start eating and it just doesn't disappear and it's like <laughs> how much fucking poutine did they Imagine. stuff into this thing
4: it's like a Chris Angel
0: show. Right? <laughs> and it's delicious. What a simple concept. Just gravy and fries. But, man, is that shit delicious.
2: Yeah. I have Cheese some. curds,
3: though. That's though the, the cheese that's curds. The yeah. It's, it's, that's it. It. It's it's right. Is it, what I think it's like cheese. the worst sounding thing, but they taste delicious. Like a cheese curd. What the fuck is that? But, <laughs> but it tastes delicious. Oh, yeah.
0: it's It's really good, man. It's just salty and savory and just fucking bomb, dude. Poutine. I didn't know what the hell. I watch... Uh, I love Trailer Park Boys. I'm sure you guys are familiar yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. And they're always talking about poutine and everything and that shit. And, uh, man, I, I was like, what are they fucking talking about? French fries and gravy. And then, lo and behold, that's just the I bomb. I love the
4: one where they kidnapped Alex Lyson. Did you see that one? Yeah.
0: Oh, I've seen them all, was man. A yeah. Him sitting was on the with trailer park Ricky's guitar last year. playing Rush songs. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, Chico, tell them about your cruise.
3: Yeah, that's right.
1: I was in the Trailer Park Boys. They do a cruise out of uh, Florida once every year. I guess last year, this COVID time, I don't even know what year that was. Twenty nineteen, maybe. Yeah. They did a cruise, so they
3: had a big. Late twenty nineteen,
1: right? Yeah, they had a big cruise ship left out of uh, Miami, and it cruised all the way through and went around to the Bahamas. And then came all the way back, and it was all, all the Trailer Park Boys were on it, and Tom Green, and just everybody was on it. And when my other band was on it, we played on there with a, with a band from L.A. called Hookers and Blow. Oh. So, yeah, us, Hookers and Blow, and a, and a great Canadian band from the East Coast called Monster Truck. Sold three bands and all the Trailer Park Boys for five days on a cruise ship. Damn, I was hungover. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was just messed up the whole time.
0: That sounds like a blast, man.
1: Oh, man, it was so much fun. It was like the Canadian version of the Kiss Cruise, I guess, right? Oh, oh you right? guys are doing Kiss Cruise, eh? Oh, oh, We're doing, you know, Trailer Park Boys Cruise.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, those guys are hilarious. I saw them when they did the live tour and they came to Vegas. Oh, right on. Yeah, and they were selling cheeseburgers to the crowd. Yeah, at the Hard Rock, man. Yeah. And they were really taking people's money and, like, giving them these fucking shitty, like, microwave cheeseburgers (laughs) and just they were hustling (laughs) the crowd the whole time and (laughs) doing dumb shit. That was a great show, man. I was cracking up. Yeah, we got
4: to go backstage and hang out with all the guys. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's awesome.
4: Yeah, they wanted to meet Benny and hang out and whatever, so we had a great time. Of course, of
0: course. It was fun. That's one of the good things about uh being in the entertainment industry in Las Vegas is a lot of times you're you know people in the family and all of a sudden you get pulled into the crowd and yeah. backstage yeah. and you get to go kick it. So that's that's super fun, man.
4: I, I really miss gambling while I eat.
0: Oh, right.
2: <laughs> and winning
4: eight hundred dollars at uh at, let's say uh, you know food leggers or something like that right just yeah having some italian food and winning some money right
3: it's a beautiful almost, mm-hmm. almost almost once a week at least i'd be getting a, a a picture message from frankie and it's like you know his video poker or kino or whatever it is yeah, well, you know, about 800 bucks <laughs> you know a thousand bucks like why even work, man? That's, that's it. That's the life. That's all you got to yeah, do. Right. That's how they
2: get you.
0: That's how they
3: get yeah. you. Then you. That's when you start losing all your money. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've worked in a casino as well. I actually worked in the the hard rock up here in Vancouver and, and got to see a lot of money change hands in those places. Oh yeah. Yeah. They are not built remember, on charity, man. No way. I remember, I remember finishing one shift. I, I, I uh, I worked like a, I was working at a restaurant there, and I finished a shift at about midnight or something, eleven thirty midnight one night, and then came back to work the next morning at ten thirty. And I remember seeing the same person in the same clothes, like just hitting those slot machines, like you know whatever it was. Twelve hours later, just hadn't left.
4: Well, I've had security like, guards tell me that some old ladies will not give up their machines. They'll sit there and poop their pants and yeah. pee on the seats and everything. Uh, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Wow.
4: They're so afraid of the next guy coming on and winning what they've been working for all day.
0: Yeah. They've been, yeah. they've been cycling through the bad pulls, So they, they want that yeah. good one to hit for them. They yeah.
4: want the good one. Yeah. Stop, yeah. yeah.
0: it yeah, yeah. It's, it's an addiction, man. It's, it's just yeah. as bad as drugs, you know, then there you go and they got those the slot machines to make all the noises and, and do all kinds of flashy moves, and it's like it's stimulating visually, it's stimulating sonically, and it's it's designed to keep you sucked in, man. And no they, they
4: windows, do. no clocks.
3: Yeah, there's there, there's a business opportunity. Just walk around selling pens at the. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the casinos, now, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> then they got to change well, it I, right out in the public.
2: <laughs> blanket up. Right? Bring, the,
0: bring a beach towel go, real quick. Go ahead, it, grandma. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I play the KISS slot machine every time. I never win on it. Of course not. And the KISS one. And my wife goes, You play the KISS one all the time. I said, Well, you know, I, I have to make my yearly you know, donation to the Kiss Army here. You know, I got to pay my dues every yeah. year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Gene no, needs his money. Him,
1: tell him our favorite game. Oh, that
4: uh, fishing slot machine. Gone fishing or something. Oh, yeah. Big, big fishing or whatever. Big time fishing. Or big something where fishing. Six people are all on a row chasing and you all sit there and try to catch these fish. Oh, and and, God. and it's, it's got the rod and the, and the little reel on
0: there and you're pulling it up. Really? And it's a slot machine?
1: It's a slot machine. and <laughs> With a huge
4: screen over top. And everybody yeah, likes to all, catch
1: the big fish. All sudden, and I remember that time we were, we were there for about an hour or two. Uh, there was about six or eight of us all down
4: there, and I pulled up the thousand-dollar fish. Oh, yeah. nice! Was that a casino royale, or was it? That, that was Excalibur? a casino I can't royale. I can't
0: casino royale. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun.
4: I love that joint. Oh, it's a, it was casino a blast. It's, it's a group thing. It's like you're all yeah. playing it, right? Six of you
1: playing it. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there trying to pull, you know, the rod, in, and my, my rod is all shaking, and I'm reeling this thing in. And um, my wife's cousin is her husband, who's from, you know, a town up in northern British Columbia. He was with us, and he, and he fishes. And so I'm just pulling on this rod, reeling at it. He goes, oh, oh, oh don't touch that weight for the, till the head pulls up and then just, they just reel it and I'm thinking, okay. So I'm sitting there and I just see your tail and then I see just the tip of the head and I go boom, I pull it and once it goes boom, $1,000. I was like, hey, thanks buddy.
2: <laughs> and because,
1: you know, I like to hit the slot machines and have some fun, but they're like, oh my God, Chico, you just won that. And I went boom, cash out and I said, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> a, that's, that's a like, smart move.
3: Win or at least buy him a drink.
1: I bought stuff. Actually, uh, yeah, we, we we just we just Stop. went out and we got crazy. It was so great, but I was just like, they're like, dude, you just won the big one, you old. I'm like, yeah, I'm cutting out. See you later. Let's go. You guys want some drinks? I'll buy you some drinks, something to eat, but I'm out.
0: <laughs> That's, That's a, a smart move, home, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's yeah. everybody's. Uh, everybody's like wins, and then they get that big hit of uh, dopamine, and then they're like, oh man, that was so much fun. Put all this money back. I'm gonna get that one more time real quick. And it's like, no, no, you're gonna lose all the money you just won. Do it, <laughs> and they do every yeah, time.
1: I get that cash out button quicker than I, uh, than I, than I hit the, the, the rod and the reel. Boom, <laughs> boom, tom, gone, <laughs> walking out.
0: <laughs> Always a smart move, man. Yeah, I've seen guys. Uh, I've seen guys get off work and they're like doing security for ten bucks an hour. And we'll go, uh, we'll go to the bar or something after work, and they'll sit there just smashing the uh, the button on a whatever the fuck they're playing tabletop game at the bar putting $100 yeah. bills in and it. it's like man that was like all the money you just earned today and there's another 100 and another he's like I'm going to get it I'm going to get it eventually man uh, and it's like oh bro right. bro you're killing me yeah. <laughs> yeah. they go is look that, I won $200 bucks.
3: You, I watched you put 300 fun? in <laughs> yeah no like you said you're just smashing a button Like I, I understand like even what Frankie was saying Like you sit there you're like you know shove them in your face full of pasta or something then every once in a while you give the game a smack and be like alright did I win anything nope all right. Oh, oh, I just won the tip. There you go. <laughs> yep.
4: Well, that's the thing no, about like, Keno. You can just set it and forget it, right? Just keep hitting yeah. the thing and then not even – you're watching a sports game or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. shit, I want some. I oh. might, like,
3: even if I'm going to hit, like, a, a slot machine, like, I'm going to find the one with, like, the actual arm. Like, I want to physically, like, pull that thing and, like, at least get something out of it. Just, like, hitting a little button. Like, you can do that on your phone all day long. It's, it's, it's I like the old ones with
4: the coins falling down, like, down on yeah. Fremont Street at the Cortez, yeah, exactly. you know?
0: That's what yeah. I was just about but to say. But then your hands
4: all smell, you know? Gross.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> gotta bring some. Uh, and that's some hand great sanitizer for COVID you.
4: times. They eh? touching all the change. Perfect,
1: right, Oh Yeah, you got <laughs> somebody else's fruit basket on all those coins and oh, been yeah, rubbing man.
4: themselves. That's just lick them, flick them before you put them in the bucket for luck. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Well, you know, I, I remember one time we went down to, um, I think I was with Throne, and we went to Bootleggers and we sat up at the sat up at the bar. And we sat up there, and I'm like, I'm going to get a Vodka 7, please. And Zach got something or another, and the guy goes, all right. So do you, do you want me to pay me, or do you just want to put that money in that machine? I was like, and Zach goes, put, put, put your money in the machine. I put the money in the machine. All right, here you go. Yep. So that's how easy it is. Like, do I want to pay for the string, or do I just want to put the money in and just play for a while? And we did. We just sat and played, and we ate the bootlegger seafood pizza, which is I dream about when I'm not in Vegas. And... and i i think i think we probably ate and drink for
4: free so right. sometimes it works out for you and yeah. every time i'm there chico you know this flavor flavors always there oh uh, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. after every hockey game or just hanging out there and we'll shoot the shit he's such a cool guy he's, he's so nice
0: he's a Is wild he man
4: <laughs> yeah just yeah
0: i seen drink that motherfucker body. walking through walmart uh, no shirt on, short just shorts and like no shoes and fucking his underwear is up to his fucking chest, you know? And, and like he's just screaming, flavor, flame <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just like fuck man, you're just getting groceries, dog. <laughs> well, Chico does that too it's the same way. <laughs> Guy's wild. It's like oh. would you like would you like your receipt today?
3: Yeah, boy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a madman. Super fun to hang out with.
4: Yes. Big hockey fan. Big hockey fan. Yeah. Yeah. God, I miss watching hockey, AJB.
3: Eh, oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we were uh, – Frankie and I actually were at the uh, the very first home, home game, the uh, regular home season home game. game for the Knights.
4: Right after home October 1st. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That was uh, – again, that was my last time down in Vegas, actually. It was uh, – that was actually an interesting time, actually. It, it, that was a big eye-opener for Vegas for me because it was uh, – um, right after the, the shooting that had happened oh, yeah. and you know i mean my my experience with vegas before that was always just you know you go down to see a concert and you're you're just there partying it up and and you know i always just kind of thought of vegas as the strip and this that was the first time i really got to like venture off the strip and, and and actually talk to some more like local people and meet a few other people and i got to really realize how much of a community there really is there you know the they whole vegas that. That strong was like the thing glue
4: that brought everyone together and there was you know it's what yep. the city really needed at that time, and um, it's sad to say, but it worked out pretty good. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. just came together. They needed something to uh, bring everybody together, and the Golden ice was the answer.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah and I guess really that, brought Remember surprise. we cried
4: during that, that open ceremony? Oh, it was so dude, there, I don't think there was a dry eye in the place. It's a great job. Yeah, it was incredible. The teams, the hockey is such a classy sport. It's just, uh, yeah. I love it. I'm so proud of those guys.
3: Yeah. You know, the guys will smash each other's heads into the boards and then shake hands afterwards, you know?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of uh, like, like us. Kind of like us in rehearsals. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And JB was in Toronto uh, last Christmas, and we, we uh, were able to catch a Maple Leaf game. We had that's the great. nosebleed the last row, I think the second last row, of, of the Scotia Bank wow, Centre for great, 100, 130 bucks for nosebleed tickets, but it was so worth it. It was such a good time.
3: Yeah. yeah. And it was uh, was at the Red Wings too, right? Two, two yeah, original, we're, six we're, teams yeah yeah that's yeah, great that's that's one of the other reasons we just want to get back to touring really is just so we can go and see more hockey games <laughs> <laughs> i just want to try and try and catch as many different arenas as we can it's one uh, one thing is actually uh um i'm a big bill burr fan and that's one of the things he's managed to like work his way through pretty much every like professional sports arena that there is like done all the nfl teams and the the mlb and the hockey like I definitely want to try to start checking some more of those off the off the list. Oh, that's a good idea, because I can say you know I've done I've only done Vegas, uh, Vegas, Vancouver, Toronto so far. But I mean I've seen a good number of of the teams, but just haven't been to their home arenas yet. Dude, speaking so of Vegas, we have
4: to go to Europe. We have to go to Europe and catch a, a soccer game proper.
0: Oh, right. yeah. All right. Those got to yeah. be really friggin' wild, man.
4: Yeah, but yeah. but we'll just stay off the subway because we don't want to get
3: in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, had, I've had a similar similar experience to that. Okay. Was uh, it was the rugby World Cup in Australia? Because uh, I'm actually originally I was born in Australia and my family's still down there and and uh, I got to see the World Cup when it was there. And again, this is similar to you know soccer. It's like you know seventy thousand people in a in a stadium and it's just like absolutely bonkers like uh, my, my cousin was actually at a game that was uh, as a match it was tonga versus new zealand and so there are two countries that have the haka that they do at the beginning of the match it's kind of like their their war dance their challenge and uh, he said that he was sitting up in the, the stands and there was lightning cracking above the stadium and, uh, and then these, these two teams just doing this war dance at each other. And he said, it's like the most intense moment he's ever seen in his life. Oh yeah. you know, these, two, these two teams of these like massive dudes just screaming at each other, getting ready to do battle on the field. But, um, like experiences like that. I mean, that's one of the things I think is kind of rare to sports is you just kind of get these, these rivalries and these, you know, the competition is just so awesome. That's why, you know, it'll be really great once uh, they can open things up again and, to see, you know, the that New Vegas stadium, the Death Star. Oh, dude. That'll be great. It looks like a monolith
0: outside, man. I mean it's yeah. just this big obsidian structure that's just shiny and brand new and they're uh, letting wow. some people in, but uh it, it's, you know, of course not at full capacity. But well, so they
3: are they are allowing people in now? Uh
0: yeah, some of the football stadiums have been doing like uh say like fifteen percent capacity, stuff like yeah. that, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, try to get some kind of revenue going. A lot of people mm-hmm. invested a lot of money in um, buying those seats whenever that stadium was being right. built. I have personal friends right. in it. it's, and it's not cheap, no. <laughs> not cheap at all. And then it's like, yeah, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to take advantage of your investment. And that, that really yeah. is a, uh, that's hard to, that's a hard pill to swallow for sure. And so I think they started letting some of those people go and and buy tickets to games that own seats
3: and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, cause is it, it, is it like they, they own it for like a certain number of years or something or a season or how, how long is it, it? How does that work? I think it depends, but, um, I think you can
0: renew it as it goes, but I know a lot of people end up buying seats for like, you know, five, 10 years. It's like, those are their seats. You still have to pay for tickets, right? But you mm-hmm. get to choose your seats and then you have first dibs on the tickets. And what a lot of people do is okay. they just buy the tickets and then stub hub them, uh, mm-hmm. for whatever events happening, no matter what, it's just like have a little side cash going so you can. Resell those tickets and let people use your seats and and actually make some money back off of them. Uh, but yeah, my my buddy uh, he owns a yeah. little production company out here and he he bought two of those seats so he could kind of take people and schmooze people and stuff at the at the games and uh, and yeah, he's it was a lot of money to invest and then he wow. <laughs> for
3: him not to be able to take advantage of yeah. it. Yeah, I hope so. they're going to at least like extend you know extend that kind of thing. Like I said, if it was like a you know say they bought like a five year thing that maybe they're going to push it, push it back and make the end date a little bit later or something that'd be great. You would hope, man. You would hope that's for sure. But yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to some of the
0: insane concerts that they're going to bring to that place, man. Like that's, that's going to be awesome. Freaking I think it's 60,000 seats at the wow. Death Star. And yeah, who knows what the hell going to show up
3: there, man. It's going oh, to... Uh, Guns and Roses will come through there, I'm sure. Gross. <laughs>
1: I want, to, I want to see Rammstein. That's oh, what I want to see. Yes.
0: Like there. <laughs> that would be incredible. Freaking died.
4: Yeah. I'd come down for that.
0: Right? I've, I've seen them the three ones I times. Seen. So
4: it's the best show on earth.
0: Dude, seen it. so much pyro. Oh, yeah.
1: I've only seen the two, you know, on Amazon Prime and somewhere else. It's two different concerts. They're one in America and one somewhere in Europe. or Somewhere and it's
4: out of control.
2: Oh, I yeah. got to see them
4: twice in a week.
2: Did
4: you, you really? I flew. I Vinny opened for them with Hell Yeah. That's right. Um, three years ago, in Dallas, and uh, Ramstein got to pick their opening act, so they wanted Hell Yeah in, in Dallas, and uh, then I got to see them in Vegas with uh, Stone Sour and uh, Corn. Oh, nice.
3: oh, wow. So I got That's to see awesome. them in an outdoor venue.
4: Cool. You know, in, in Dallas, it, it was so humid. It was I I don't believe I can't believe how they. Cause they're hot enough with that pyro, but in in that Dallas humidity, oh my god, it was like June, June twentieth or something, and uh, oh. it was like we were sweating like fifty rows back. It was crazy. Wow! And oh. Come back to see them on an indoor venue. It's a totally different show, but uh, it's mm-hmm. unreal, man.
0: Yeah, that pyro gets so places. hot too, man. You know, you go see, like, a KISS concert or something like that, and they get those big pyro towers shooting. And it's like, even if you're way back in the seats, man. You feel oh that. Yeah. feel, feel the heat. Yeah,
3: yeah crazy. Oh, but there's nothing nothing makes you dig into your instrument harder than when you feel that pyro on your back, though, man, I tell you. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's so for sure. You ready? She feels ready
1: for
2: it.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I played yeah. in the middle of the damn desert. I, there was, I, I played bare feet, right? I'm a barefoot drummer. There were some shows that, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, my shoes are on. Because oh, yeah. my drum riser was the metal great ones. And I think it was one night we went on at 10 p.m. And it was still, well, what's 36 degrees down there? 172, 102? 100, yeah. At 10 p.m. at night, the the great, like my drum riser was like a waffle iron. I'm like, no, hold on. That's a, no, give me those clogs. Who's got a yeah. pair of clogs I can wear for this show? No.
0: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it gets hot, wow. baby. It gets hot out here. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's crazy yeah. in the summertime, yeah. and it does not cool off, man. Like I, yeah. I, I like to run, but like once, once it hits, uh, once it hits June, July, August, it's like you're not running, no way, no how, and no time of the day, man. Yeah. It's just as as your lungs collapse in on yourself. I
4: feel sorry for dogs walking your dog at like noon or three in the afternoon.
0: No, you can't. It's
4: 115 outside.
0: It. You can. They're man. burning
4: their little paws,
2: right?
0: Yeah, yeah. The, so like the rule is if you got to go outside and you put your palm on the on the pavement, and if you can't hold your palm on the pavement, the dog can't either, and go back inside. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, fair enough. Because you'll burn your or dog. get them
4: those little booties, right? Yeah, booties, my yeah. dog
0: got booties for his dog. Yeah, that that does work too. But yeah they'll, yeah, they'll they'll melt. I've seen so many sad pictures of dogs; their feet's just all blistered up and stuff because people don't know any better and when they take their dogs shit. out walking in the middle of the summertime. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's rough, man.
1: I was there once where uh, every time I left my hotel and I opened the door, it felt like I opened an oven that was a broil and just breathed in as deep as I could. Oh. Holy shit. Frank, you remember that one time we were there and it was just like, it was like hot sand. Just, it was like a sandstorm and heat and it was like I was on fucking Tatooine or something and it was just out of control.
4: Yeah. but in
0: the wintertime, you have to. But it water. wasn't raining. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it's definitely no rain. not raining. Yeah, it's getting nice now. It's like uh, it's like jacket weather, and uh, which is just beautiful for Vegas. You get to break out the jackets and and go outside and like breathe the air without dying from it. That's yeah. That's one of the things I love about Oregon, man. Is the air like the humidity's just right and the temperature's just right. I remember the first time mm-hmm. I went there, we went and got groceries, and I walked outside of the grocery store, and I just take a big, big, deep breath in, and I'm like, man, it smells so fucking good out here. And my buddy's like, you're standing next to a f- trash can, dog. <laughs> 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 I was like, it still smells better than Vegas, man. It's, it's fucking fantastic crazy. out here. Yeah. yeah. It's all organic food in there anyways. This is organic. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, or so it's it's finally that time of year where dummies like me who wear leather jackets all year round stop sweating. (laughs) Oh, yeah Yeah,
0: that's crazy to me man guys that want to do that Wear the leather in the middle of summer you
3: you are resilient sir Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the Australian blood in me though. I tend to I tend to cope with the heat. All right Yeah, it's the uh, it's the cold. I cannot stand being cold though That's that's the thing for me. Like if I'm cold, it's like that ruins my day
0: Oh, dude, yeah. Coming from desert area, man, and you're used to being yeah. hot all the time. Even slight temperature shifts, man. It starts, it starts getting to the 60s or so, and you're just like, it's just freezing out here. And they're like, it's 65, yeah. man. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. I was like, it was 120 where I just got on a plane. So it's very cold for me. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. So that's uh,
4: actually how Chico and I met. Right? Right, Chico? What's that? Zach, Zach introduced us the first time. Yes.
1: Yes, because uh, I did sessions with Zach up in Vancouver. And uh, Zach said, hey, you know what? Come down to Vegas anytime. Stay at my crib. Take you out. Uh, show you places around. And, and one day my wife said, you should, go, you should go down and go see Zach. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm so busy. She's like, well, I booked your flight already, so you better go down. And I talked <laughs> to Zach. He's expecting you. <laughs> so, you know, uh, first night, stay in a hotel because I flew in really late. Next morning, Zach comes over, you know, picks me up, go back to Zach's place, and he goes, oh, man, we're going to go out here, and we're going to go to, the, you know, the Red Rock uh, Canyon and walk around, and we're going to get a Capriani's and then the Roberto's and all this great stuff. And then I'm going to go, you're going to go check out this band tonight. They're all Canadians. You're going to love them. They're all great. And we went out to, like, Bill's Gambling Hall.
0: Oh, nice. I think
1: that went down, and there was, uh, you know, uh, the uh, – hang on. You, what were you called back then? The Crashers, probably. Crashers. Yeah. yeah. And, that was, and Frankie was up there playing with the Crashers. And Zach goes, yo, this Chico for Canada. Hey, Canadian, hey, want to come up, Jim? Sure. You know, just get into Vegas, get a good glow on over Zach's. I'm full of capriotis and all this shit. And ten minutes later, I'm up playing like Van Halen and Zeppelin and stuff with all the
0: Canadians in Vegas. That's <laughs> funny. Dog, I think we worked together before we were together at Vamped because I used to run uh, Big Elvis over at Bill's Gammon Hall. And I remember – the Crashers coming in and uh, playing cover songs over at Bills, man.
4: Yeah, that was a fun. We were the last band to play Bills Gambling Hall before they closed it and changed it over to that, whatever it's called, Dre's now, I guess. Dre's, I yeah,
0: because the yeah, nightclub we, was so popular. We were so the popular. last band in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, I remember. We sat days. there with a
1: big
4: pitcher, just big pitchers on the table. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I missed playing there. It was a long night, but it was a uh, you know four or five sets we did there. But it was, it was always a good time.
0: Yeah, they were working you guys over there. I remember they were they were the the house bands at night, man. They were making you guys play I got all a great story long. from there.
4: I got a great story. So we're playing. I'm doing my thing, and we all smelled something like ripe. Like what the fuck is that? And I almost threw up you know huh. and we're playing and playing and uh i see out of the corner of my eye this this homeless guy had walked in from the street and um he kept playing or whatever and security was over there and uh what really got it for me was michael our guitar player at the time says uh, excuse me sir you're gonna have to put your shoes back on and i almost threw up on my drummer it was so <laughs> disgusting it was
0: like oh. it was
4: memories from bill's Gambling hall oh, it was feet yes. His feet.
0: His feet. Oh. He must have
4: oh. Yeah. It was mm. gross. It was, uh, I almost threw up all over all over mm-hmm. Terry. So
0: Yeah, Bill's a good
4: <laughs> And he was like fifty feet away from us, man, but you could still wow. smell it like he was right next to you. You know? So well, my, you my hat's like, off
0: too, It was right on the corner of Flamingo and you just go down a little ways to Koval and it's like, it's got that shitty little uh liquor store where you can go buy cheap booze and all those that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Is that Lee's discount liquor? No, it wasn't a Lee's, but yeah, there's a ton of those. Oh out man, here. I remember that place. It was Whew, like the oldest yeah. Oldest lease in Vegas, or something they say they have, but uh, yeah, yeah and then all kinds of riffraff comes directly from that liquor store right into Bill's Gambling Hall, man, and wow. just causing a ruckus all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I suddenly
4: I, I, had some respect for the ambulance drivers down there.
3: Oh, yeah, man, oh, yeah, I could imagine.
1: I loved the old, ghetto old Vegas. Like, I've been going there for so long. I, I think I stayed at almost every hotel. I used to stay down on the other side. Like, now I'm always at the New York, New Yorker. It's always like when I go visit Frankie, I go visit Zach, I go visit all my friends down there. They love it when I stay at the Four Corners. Whether I'm at the New York or the Excalibur or the MGM, they, because they, hey, dude, stay there. We can just get off the highway, come through the parking lot, pick you back up, and just go back on the highway again, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of times, it's where are you staying. Yeah, I'm down at the uh, Flamingo or something. They're like, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> cross the strip. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I back in the day, I used to stay. Damn, I stayed at the Riviera. I stayed at the circus. I stayed at all those little places over. And that's when my wife used to go down to play in a, a girls' pool league. Oh fun. Like a, the little championship billiard things. And so she'd go and I'd go down there and that's where it was at the Riviera. So I'd be staying down there all the time. So I love that old school. Well, maybe not the feet, but you know. <laughs>
0: the, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, that, yeah. Maybe not the effervescence, but the feel of it
4: was. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, they just tore Jason, the uh, Riviera did they down. Open the Rio? Did they what?
4: Is the Rio open now?
0: I think everything's open just with restrictions on it now. But uh the
4: palms didn't open
0: though, eh? No, actually, yeah, you're right. No, the palms is still closed down, man. Uh what? I'm not sure. Hey baby is the Rio open? Yeah, the Palms got sold. And so they're just doing some renovations as well as the uh the hard rock. Is yeah. also I was just gonna ask what's going on with the Hard Rock because that used to be my my favorite. It's so gonna be there. the
4: Virgin Casino, right?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Virgin did Casino. Did he back they out took, or is it, is okay. he no? No, actually, uh, the very last podcast I just did, my buddy John Stevens is in there installing gear, and uh, they said they uh, the whole guitar is the neon guitar is in the back on its side, and they are turning it into this whole new experience. And yeah, the, so the Hard Rock's closed right now, being remodeled. But uh, I actually did just get hit up by a band uh, that I work for, and we're supposed to be in there performing uh, in January. We're supposed to be doing a little, uh, I think, live stream kind of uh, oh, exposure really? thing. yeah. Right on. So, uh, yeah, it should be opening back up. I can't remember the name of the hotel. Hang on. I think they put, sent it to me in my uh, thing. Switch the cameras while I'm doing this.
3: So I was a little sad to hear that the Hard Rock was closing because I had a nice tradition there. of I have uh, I have a collection of of selfies of myself with t- uh, Taylor Swift's guitar there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I just thought it was always funny. Like, you'd walk in and you'd, you'd walk past, you know, like the Slipknot case and there's all the masks and stuff. Or, you'd, you know, you'd see, you know, Guns N' Roses or whatever. And then all of a sudden you got Taylor Swift's acoustic guitar and I just... <laughs> I just always thought that was so funny. And uh so I just that was like my tradition. Every time I'd go to Vegas, whether I was staying there or not, I'd always have to make a trip to the Hard Rock and go and get my selfie.
4: <laughs> That's like when, when Chico and I went to the Nam show and my favorite picture of anybody that I met there was Kenny G.
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
4: Remember? Remember Kenny G? Kenny G. Oh <laughs> this is the coolest photo from Nam, man. Me and Kenny <laughs> G, <laughs> G,
0: dude. Ah.
4: Hardcore. That's metal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at me, at me, at Nam, it wasn't even pictures of uh, people it's like I think I had like 27 pictures of me and Alex Van Halen snare drum
2: a ah, a like, <laughs> just,
1: <a> snare. <laughs> just like almost one single tear holding
0: oh Nan oh. is a musician's playground man that is oh. so fun there I like the, uh, the crazy instruments that people come up with and they're all trying to get people to buy these new like digital fucking whatever the hell they are's and it's, yeah. you've never seen him before. I still had a card from one of those. There's just some exact, just elaborate instrument. There's like a keyboard, saxophone, guitar, it's all <laughs> digital. And it's like, who the fuck's going to play this, man? Who is yeah. going to play and he, this?
1: He, and it like makes coffee too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or the Frank Zenza signature 48 string bass.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he needs Luzid. a signature uh, bass ukulele with seven strings <laughs>
4: it'll be ready in december right.
1: it's
0: coming i got my hands on a 24 string bass the last time i was at nam that shit was tight
2: was it the
4: green one? Wow. Wow.
0: yeah <laughs> it was ridiculous man is but basically what is it? it's a eight string bass but strung up with a high and a low above each core string like a 12 string guitar, like right? guitar but like a triple yeah. triple yeah. kind of going on man it was it was fun to play though. It sounded really cool, man. I was doing all kinds of weird fi- primacy things on it, and uh, yeah. it came out really good. But oh, see, that fucking neck just... was, was gross. And Then you
1: went to the studio and they said, you know, can we? We're looking for more of like a run, running with the devil sort of feel on that one.
0: Yeah. Can you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 can, you just, can you just quarter the e for us, please? That would be
0: great. Oh, <laughs> no. that's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> this is me it's
4: funny seeing these guys who get a five or six or seven string bass and they forget how to play bass. All of a sudden, they're guitar players. It's like, where's the bottom end gun? You know? Yeah, right. Even though I played a seven string a lot, it was like a Swiss Army guitar. It had everything I needed, but I didn't forget how to play bass. With the thing, so, what's the
1: lowest string? Is there something? There's a low B. And so it's the, now you're there's just the extra high strings to it.
0: Yeah. Mm. There's a high B and then what's the, what's the seven? Just for, just for, look no like for what, a Nona's look. at has
1: got a big beaver she her, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for the yeah. Discover Band.
0: Yeah, that's great. That was, uh, that was actually my thing, man. Blue Collar Bastards. Right on. I had a lot of fun doing that stuff, man. I Fucking, love Primus. Oh yeah, love. me too. I'm, I can't wait yeah, to start playing again. You almost
4: bought a bass for me, didn't you, Jason? Remember that, that Primus looking
0: bass I had? I was, I was, yeah, man, I got to buy I'm a fucking custom it. one. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to get a, a custom base made with uh, the whammy bar and all the proper wood. And I have his exact setup, but you know, I can't get a Carl Thompson for $12,000 cause I'm not rich. <laughs> I can't afford $12,000. First, oh, first time I saw a
4: whammy bar on a base was Randy coven. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, no, I don't actually.
4: Uh, I think uh, John Petrucci it. played on his records uh, back in the, the 90s. He's yeah. from Buffalo, but he, you know, went to uh, you know uh, GIT or BIT at the time, and he used to date a girl in Mississauga. He used to uh, go to Phil X's jam all the time up the street here from where I live, and that's where I met him. And uh, he had these double-neck basses with a piccolo and a regular bass guitar, oh. and he. Had- the whammy bar on it you know and I was like, that's that's pretty wild man you
0: know it sounds super yeah. cool man when you're rocking those things and uh you just you can get all kinds of crazy instruments and, and notes or, sorry cra- crazy sounds and notes going on when uh when you put a whammy bar onto a bass man it's just like just yeah. those fucking strings i you know, i'm dying wow. i'm
4: sorry it was just al Petrelli that played on his records oh, okay yeah. Al Petrelli. yeah
0: yeah, it's a lot of fun. I have to do all kinds of dumb shit whenever doing the Primus stuff to get somewhat <laughs> close to those sounds without a whammy bar. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally so bending the, the neck first, as hard as I can.
4: <laughs> the first Primus song you learned on bass. Was it Tommy the
0: Cat? Definitely not. <laughs> really? That's a hard ass song the to link play. I always wanted to
4: learn. You know? Oh yeah, that's, I mean
0: I could I could play that for sure, but like the first song I learned on for Primus was probably like uh, you know, My Name is Mud or something like that. Something a little more down to something a little simpler, you know, like <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tommy the Cat's a monster of a song. Yeah. And it, that that's, took me that's where
4: I started to learn so long. Primus
0: stuff. Yeah. No, that's a fun that's one, man, riff. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, my name is uh,
1: was that Sailing the Seas of Cheese?
0: That was no, Pork was. Soda. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Man. My name is Mowers on Pork Soda. That's a crazy, crazy record, man. Yeah. I want to do the, uh, the hamburger train on that song, that album. It's like a 10 minute just jam Ola. But, uh, <laughs> some of those fucking things are ridiculously long and take forever to learn just one song for the set. Yeah. Does still
4: have rain on drums?
0: Yeah. He, uh, no, no, actually, he got Tim Alexander back. So the last oh, the last nice. couple of times You're I saw, it's all original. Well, original, if you, I mean, Tim was really their first official drummer, but they had like five drummers before Tim. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they uh, they got Tim Alexander and, of course, Larry Lalonde, who basically is Primus with uh, with Les's career. He's always jumping in with other guitar players and drummers and stuff like that. But it's like if he does Primus, it's never a different guitar player. It's always Lur. So he's, yeah. And then they switched between Tim and Brain.
3: They were going to head out and they were going to do a bunch of Rush songs. Wasn't that going to be like the tour that they were going to do is they were going to be playing playing a bunch of Rush tunes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Uh, awesome,
0: man. Like the last time they did something like that, it was uh, Primus did a bunch of Pink Floyd stuff. So they did like the entire Animals album uh, with Pink Floyd. And then, yeah, they would just do whole shows. He'd do it with Flight for Brigade as well, where they just fucking play Pink Floyd for like two hours straight, but all funky. And just, it's amazing. It's amazing what he does. I was really looking forward to the Rush tribute that they were going to put together. Yeah. But it'll come back. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if
3: he'll still end up doing it. Just, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Postponing it kind of like everyone's doing. You don't put in that much time to learn that many Rush songs and not play them for somebody, right? (laughs) And not play (laughs) them. Yeah. Fair enough. That's some hard stuff. Yeah, we were actually talking about doing some Rush stuff in the Primus set as well for the tribute since he was doing it. And also, we just love Rush. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're doing if you're already in that... That genre of music, of course, you want to play fucking Rush, man, that prog yeah. rock thing. Mm-hmm. So, YYZ, that was always yeah, a fun one to jam.
4: I rode the bike out to see the Neil Pert statue, and it hasn't even been started yet. They have finished pictures of it on Facebook, so I rode all the way down there to Lakeside Park, and it's not there.
0: That's how it always uh-huh. goes, man. You know? Yeah. You can't believe what you see on He's the He's like, internet. well, if you're
4: coming to see what you saw on Facebook, it's not here yet.
0: Yeah. Like, what? It's security ridiculous. card,
4: right
1: <laughs> <laughs> but here's a postcard with the artist rendering
4: of it
0: oh yeah
4: <laughs> thank you like uh and yeah i couldn't get in because i wasn't a, i didn't have like vocal id because of the covid right you have to be from around that neighborhood to actually get into the park oh really I'm like but I'm, oh, just, wow. yeah, I'm just here to see the neil pert statue and he's like whatever you saw on facebook ain't here yet son i'm like <laughs> what so
0: oh yeah too bad One of the times I was up visiting my buddy in Oregon, uh, I stumbled into an Antifa Proud Boys, like, you know, devastation moment going on and uh you know you look on the internet and it's just like they make it seem like the whole city's on fucking fire and everything is just in chaos and it was literally in the middle of a farmer's market you know like yeah like (laughs) i was like oh that's nice oh this is some fresh food and all those hey, my my necklaces are great and uh and then like i cross the street and it's like fuck you and fuck everybody and i'm just like what's happening right now like i'm (laughs) way too high for this shit and uh And it was just this tiny little section, you know, it wasn't even an entire block or anything. It was just like the parking lot of like a federal building. And it's just, you know, maybe 50 yards that way, 50 yards that way. And then I walk across the street, can't even hear them anymore. You can't even tell they're there. And I'm watching some fucking country band and eating some ice cream or something. And it's like, it was just like a quick moment of my stroll through Oregon. (laughs) But you look on the Internet. And it's just like, <laughs> organs on fire, and everything's chaos. And it's yeah, like, they didn't even... Like, Holy
3: shit, that was intense. You want to get a voodoo donut?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, they didn't stop the farmer's market or anything, and they were directly across the street from both sides of it, you know? And, uh, and yeah, this fucking internet just over-exaggerates everything to the point of total chaos and disruption. So Yeah, it's... Uh, you can't believe what you see on that book of face. It's all lies, if I tell it,
3: you. If it bleeds, it leads, right? Yep, it's it. That yeah, is like it, man. I, I still remember a story. My, my uncle, who's uh, he worked for a, or he's, I think he still does, works for a, a TV station in Australia, and and uh, he had a story once that he was going to cover the opening of a park. It was like just you know a nice park in this nice community, and he kind of had this hotshot reporter that was his uh, that he was filming, and the guy decided to turn the story rather than it being the grand opening of a, a park and a playground, it was like. This is now a new hotspot for potential predators. You know, keep your oh God. keep an eye on your children and stuff like that. Because it was just a way more interesting story in his mind. It's like it's oh, it's yeah. a park. Yeah. It's a a new park opened. playground for kids. You're like, you know, but that was a boring story in this guy's mind. And oh, he right. had to make his mark as a journalist, you know, so he decided to give it this spin and my uncle like he almost he, he tried to fight not to film it. And he's like, I don't I'm not gonna do that. And it basically kind of came down to where essentially it was like I think he kinda had to do it to keep his job kind of thing, or at least it was gonna be a pretty big black mark on him if he didn't. So Yeah, that's
0: what they do. It's amazing. They want the story, they want it as big and as elaborate as possible, and it doesn't matter who they hurt or who they lie to or how much disruption they cause. It's it's all about ratings and now it's all about what likes and views and how many people clicked on your link. You know, and it's just like I'm you're just completely Blatantly lying to everybody, but it doesn't matter. It gets you cl- clicks.
1: Yeah, You're good. that's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's
1: it's the game that the 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 world is turned into. Life yeah. is turned into that game, and they make you follow that game.
0: They try you know, like, really hard.
1: They try really hard to. Yeah. They I don't know. It it you. We try not to spend a lot of time on social media, but you know, in some jobs, you just actually have to. Yeah.
3: <laughs> They do. Speaking of social media, check up,
0: you know, yeah, actually, look at, I got you guys' this social media stuff pulled up right here. Hang on, I'll do a little blast for you. We got Stars Unhinged on Facebook and they have, uh, so it's Stars Unhinged or Facebook.com slash Stars Unhinged and Twitter.com slash Stars Unhinged. Instagram. And uh, where did the Instagram one go? That's not the right thing. Hang on, I can go to your website here, which is starsunhinged.com, and click Instagram and it'll take me to Instagram.com slash starsunhinged. Right, you uh-huh. guys got it. You guys got it all straight across got the in,
3: board.
4: Got it fresh.
3: I love <laughs> it. I love yeah. it. Gotta like you said, gotta play the game.
4: Gotta and our game. next single is gonna kick you in the teeth. <laughs> right? Nah, nah, nah. That is
3: right. That's right. It's, it's
1: such a, it's a really weird time. Is, do you release all your music? Do you not release it? Do you put a little bit of it out? Yes, you want to get your music out and you want to do stuff, but it's almost, um, I don't know, it's, you put something out and there's so much more going on in the world right now that by the time maybe the world gets a little bit back to normal, you should probably have another album out and okay. ready to go. Yeah. So it's it's a, bit, it's a bit of a struggle, but uh, we figure people have been asking for it. They want to hear it. So that's why we put out Fall in Line. And we're just going to just keep putting out more and more singles all the time. And hopefully, hopefully things open up and we can get out and play some shows. With that's the what way am waiting for. Is, yeah, and with the way the internet is, you know, you can't, you can't, you're not making money off of sales and streams don't really pay well and all that. So really the only thing you had left was to release music, spread the word, use that just as like a poster that you'd shove on the side of a, you know, hook and bus stop and then go out and play to make your money. And when you can actually can't do that, it's a, it's a bit of a tough game trying to figure. But I, the only um the only thing is that everybody's in the same boat right now, so yeah. at least it's a level playing field—a shitty level playing field—but at least it is level at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's it's really rough, man. And uh, like I was saying, I I have some some hopefully dates in January, so it, we're, we're fingers crossed those don't get canceled as well. Because I mean, as I've been saying that forever, right? I had dates and dates in November, and those are canceled. I had mm-hmm. dates in December, and those are canceled. Uh, and now they're booking fresh stuff for January. Um, so hopefully these venues start actually opening up and allowing people into play. Uh, one of the things that uh, is promising is like uh, the win. Their venue is installing a COVID testing facility. So if you get tickets to the concert wow. and you show up the day of the concert, you get tested for COVID on site. And then if you pass the test, right, you can go into the, into the concert. And, and if you don't, they keep everybody that, you know, obviously is positive for COVID out of the concert. Yeah. And so that's one of the things, and I'm sure that was very expensive for them to set up, but it's, it's one of those steps that people are willing to take to get the ball rolling in the right direction again, which is yeah. great, you know, <laughs> and hopefully we see yeah. stuff like that happening more often.
3: I really think the rapid testing is going to be the best way Like until there's, you know, a vaccine or something like that. I mean, a rapid testing is definitely going to be the best option. Oh yeah. You know, I was, you know, I've been sort of saying to people, even if you had like a, if they could make the testing readily available, even for like households, you know, it's kind of like you, if you had like an app, you know, everybody typically shows up to the concerts with their, their ticket ready on their phone and they're scanning that and then you just, you know, swipe across and then all of a sudden it's like, you are you know, I took a clear test, you know, in the last 30 minutes, beep, beep, beep. Yep, you're good. Come on in kind of thing. I mean, that's probably a little ways off. It's probably a very ambitious idea, but,
0: but, but, essentially uh, but they're I, doing... I still think...
3: Yeah, but, like, the rapid testing, I think, it's the best way for us to get back to some sort of normalcy, for sure.
4: Driving concerts don't seem like fun to me, either.
3: We've no. had some
4: of those out here, and it, I, it's fun to play them, but I wouldn't want to sit in my car and watch a band. That's, no. like, yeah. like, I'd rather watch a driving movie than watch a concert in my car.
0: Yeah, you for know? me, half the fun of going to a concert is getting smashed up against a bunch of people and, you know, jumping <laughs> and screaming and, you know, just letting loose, man, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's that whole experience, that whole massive compilation of energy going on around you from not just the band, sure. but the the actual crowd, man. And
3: yeah. that's yeah. a big part of Definitely the whole experience. Definitely
0: a
4: barrier there.
3: Yes. Yeah, it's the, the escape from real life. Yeah, exactly. You know, work and job, and you know, job and you know, problems at home or whatever else, and you just come and sweat it out with you know, a few hundred of your closest stranger friends. Right, <laughs> and uh, metal you know, fan just get family. crazy. I always
0: love that about metal concerts where shit's getting way out of hand and like a pit opens up over here and a pit opens up over here. And it's like the whole crowd's kind of shifting this way and that way. And you literally just pick your feet up off the floor and, uh, mm. and your shoulder to shoulder with so many people, it's just going to carry you this way. And that. Well. it's kind of like, oh, you're just part of this being now. You're just this swirling mass of single celled yeah. organisms that, you know, we call a crowd. And it's like, it just does what it's going to do, man. And it's, it's, it's beautiful it's a beautiful yeah. experience I love that shit so much
3: and that's the, that's the thing I love too is that like you know political views aside you know social ideas or whatever like you just go into a venue and everybody's there for the same common goal to just have the best time ever having you know a, a unique experience and that's what I think is so so great about music and why you know I really hope that it's not long before we get back to doing that again because you know it's where everyone comes together and just has a good time and spreads what's, the love, you know? What's
4: the last concert yeah. that we all saw together? I think it was Seven Dust, right? We went up to the, to the Commodore and caught Seven Dust, right? The three That's of right. us.
3: That's right. Yeah. I yeah. Think so.
4: Yeah. Seven Dust. Yeah. With uh, Clutch.
3: Yeah. It was probably, yeah. Seven uh, Dust and Clutch. yeah, I think. And then I I don't know if it was before or after that. I saw uh, Shine Down. Shine Down and Papa Roach, I think, was probably one of the last things I saw up here. Uh... And, yeah, yeah.
1: The Kiss, oh end of the end of the road tour. I That's saw that right.
0: one for sure. that, too, yeah. that was amazing. I Vegas
1: too, yeah. badass.
0: Last my one. wife's
1: first time seeing Kiss. Like I've seen them. Mine too. I've seen him like eight times. I mean, with you know creatures oh, yeah. of the night, uh, crazy nights, lick it up, animalize, all that shit. And uh, this is, I'm you know, my wife. We've been married for like twelve years, and I'm always going on about you know Kiss everything. So I finally said, hey. They're coming. I got tickets. And she sat there and she watched it and she loved it. Oh, yeah. But I think she also loved looking over and seeing me and all my friends just singing every song, horns up in the air.
0: <laughs> yeah, I took my girl for her first yes, kiss Paul, concert we as do well. Paul, want that. you to
3: come down here. Oh, yeah.
0: It was a great concert too, man. The, it was the automation amazing. they had going on. and uh, the, you know, Oh, man, it was fantastic. Fantastic fucking show.
1: Yeah, so she watched the show, but she actually watched us watch the show a lot. Like, and just and just laughing and having a great time. Like, uh, Frankie, remember when uh, you and me and Nicole and uh, Vinny went to go see Carrot Top? Yeah,
4: yeah. And
1: Nicole, my wife Nicole, she was laughing so hard that Frankie's tapping me and Vinny's tapping Frankie. And we're all three of us are looking at her laughing, yeah. <laughs> wondering if she's actually going to, like, is she going to choke us, she's like... <laughs> <up> for air. <laughs> it was the like, so, same thing for her watching us watch the Kiss Show. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, the crowds. I told you. Half I told you. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
1: yeah. need to. I, I'm just so ready to go to a concert. I mean, I played two social distance shows in Toronto last month, but it's just good to play. And it's good to travel and to you know hang out and stuff. But I want to go to a concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. We had a we had tickets for every single month lined up when the COVID happened, man. All the way through oh, the yeah. summer, and we were just like, man. And we just slowly watched them get canceled and canceled and canceled. Yeah. Was very disappointing. Great shows too we had lined up, man. We had tickets to see Letterkenny. And, oh, yeah, really? man. Yeah. Letter, Letter Kinney. and really, yeah, Yeah, that would have been awesome. That would have been great. Some more Canadian uh, comedians that I love.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If Hopefully. people haven't seen Hopefully. that show, you got to check that out for sure. Yeah. Hopefully we get back to it,
1: you know? For everybody's sake, like, not only, you know, us musicians, I just, I think of all of the crew and all the techs and all the, you know, the caterers and all that. I, so many of them are friends of mine, and it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a real deal. It's oh, yeah. this cartage companies, there's, you know, backline companies, there's places that are just, like, decimated. Like, that's all they do.
0: Yeah. That's, and all, all those that's like, more than half unemployment around. right now is all production people and uh yeah. and people that that cater to the production industry it's like the majority of that PUA that's going on right now and then and the problem on top of that is the PUA can't get their head out of their own ass and like oh most of us don't have I don't I still haven't gotten unemployment and most of the people I know still have not gotten unemployment from them and so um, it's just devastating everybody entirely it's just brutal it's brutal
4: yeah, yeah you say that their rent prices have gone up in Vegas yeah it's unbelievable. I I don't don't know, think really? How
0: that happened? Well, it's it's because of California, man. Like everybody is running like hell from the disaster that is the state of California. Yeah. They've just it's, shit all over their own people, and they, you know, it's right. they don't give they don't care about the homeless problem that's happening, mm-hmm. and uh, which I guess is one of the good things that has happened with the you know the election results is maybe they'll fucking do their jobs. You know, yeah, says trying right. to get Trump out of office. It's like maybe they'll yeah. go do their jobs and take care of their people because just waves of people are coming out of California, and they're coming into Nevada and Arizona Nevada and states. Like that. Yeah, supply demand. Yeah, and you, so your,
1: your lease, your lease comes up, and they're like, "Well, this guy's here. He's used to paying two thousand dollars a month here. I'm only charging you six. Sorry, dude, you're
2: out."
3: Yeah, and, <laughs> and didn't the, I hear something about California's trying to implement like some sort of like a, a legacy tax thing? Like essentially, like even once you've left, you know, you're still entitled to paying California based on your yeah. income or whatever it is, for like up to 10 years. Oh, yeah. They're pulling that bullshit <laughs> on people, man. That's crazy
0: to me.
1: All my friends like, have been seeing Gene Simmons up in Whistler because I guess he's just spending almost all his time up here now.
0: Oh, really? Oh, really?
1: And yeah, so he's up, uh, which is, you know, two hours away from Vancouver, up north, I guess. And he's up there all the time. And uh, isn't he building a place in Washington? Nikki Sixx is in Wisconsin. It's like, you know, the exodus, the California Chico, you exodus.
3: have to. you'll yes. have to go up and pay pay Gene a visit up in Whistler and ask for some of that uh, slot machine money back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I am
1: went to give him 20 bucks and said, I never went to Vegas this
4: year. Here's my membership fee for this year.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> Tommy Lee moved to Vegas, I heard, hey,
0: Jason. Oh, did he? That's yeah, fun. Tommy a Lee's a blast. He's,
4: he's living in Vegas now.
0: I got to work with him one time and he is a gigantic little kid. He is like, <laughs> I, yeah. he reminds me of like, a nine year old that's just ate way too much sugar, man. Like, I wish yeah, I was right. that happy all the time. That dude is so much fun to be around. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking bummer. Well, I guess he's
4: going to stay in the country now, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Gonna be- yeah. He's not going yeah, to move to now.
4: Canada. Right?
0: Nobody ever follows through with that shit, anyways. Yeah. Everyone always says that. And then we're like, what are you still doing here, bitching? I thought you were going to move yeah. four years ago.
2: <laughs> <never gonna> move. Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah, fucking mess, man. Says that. Until they realize how how difficult immigration actually is. Oh, dude, it's no <laughs> well, joke. The mountains of paperwork and shit you go through. Becoming a right. a passport. Yeah. One point yeah.
1: million dollar tear down homes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
1: That, that's one of the ones that gets you. Mm-hmm. When Frankie's like, he's looking at places, hey, how much is that house worth over there? I was like, probably two, three million dollars. He's like, what? My yeah. oh, four places in Vegas for that lot nicer than
0: that. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't understand how that market thing, can yeah. keep rising. Honestly, yeah. like it's it's got to end at some point. That, and yeah, and they, there's no affordable living out there for all these. The last I checked, uh, the 2019 numbers were like over 150,000 homeless people in California
3: alone. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've and, heard that. Like you drive down to Venice or something, and there's just like mile after mile of tents set yeah. up and stuff, and it's just like. It's
0: crazy to me it's gross, man, and it's like they doesn't seem like they care you know, yeah. it's just a shame, I mean
3: admittedly, we do have a little bit of that problem in vancouver we've got like there's this one park in particular that's sort of been overrun it looks like a you know like Coachella campsite oh wow, you know it's just tents everywhere set up and and that that's it's definitely one of those things that you know in our local you know local government stuff is always kind of a the hot button topic for us is like what's what are we going to do with the homeless problem here and so we have it a little bit here. I mean, it's, you know, not quite to the extent of miles and miles of tents, but there's definitely a bit of an issue here. I mean, yeah, Canada I, takes care of people a little more than America does. <laughs> they had, yeah, They have the, closed on the, on down the hotels.
1: They have closed yeah. down hotels and turned them, uh, yeah. turned them into, you know, good housing
2: yeah. for yeah. people.
1: The thing is, a lot of people were... Living on the streets and they said if you want to get off the streets, we have a place for you. There's a difference between not having a place and there's a difference between some people saying, I don't wanna live in your, you know, crappy hotel turn something. I like where I'm at. Yeah. At least they have the choice here to you know, to not accept something. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was one of the th- crazy things that happened out here in Vegas is they made it illegal, uh they made it illegal to sit on the sidewalk. You know, like you can't mm-hmm. you can't just hang out on the sidewalk and you know it's like or be homeless anywhere in vegas it's it's wow it's a law written into effect you know so that at least so no
1: hanging on the stoop with the boys no hanging on the stoop waiting Mm -hmm. on a friend (laughs)
0: right it's it's crazy man it's becoming a big issue though man and and uh yeah i I wish uh hopefully we see somebody do something about it you know with the regime change and in Washington, you know, hopefully they go like, "Oh, we're actually going to do something about this problem." I, I doubt it. They never really do, right? They yeah. say they will until they get into office, and then that doesn't actually yeah. occur. But you know, it's getting to but be really crazy. But every time really there's a change, yeah. every
1: time there's a change, no matter which side the change is, every time there's a change, at least there's another little hope.
3: Right. So yeah.
1: you know, and maybe somebody is passionate about this one thing and even if that's all they accomplish, at least at least that's
2: something.
0: Yeah. So we you know, hopefully, uh hopefully something happens with it. Because it's been yeah. getting scary, man. It's it's gotta be terrifying and to uh to be a resident of California and I mean I like I said, I go down there for work and they they tax me too. When I go to there to work, they they hit me with state tax. So I have to file California state taxes just to fly in there and set up equipment and uh and they come after me too man like they that's sent me crazy, a letter man. just recently like in the middle of covid saying you still owe us like 30 bucks because we decided that you know the money you already paid us wasn't wow. enough and it's just like dude fucking yeah. do something with the money at least that's right where's <laughs> yeah. that
1: money going where
3: is it going wow. I think that's, that's probably what people's biggest issue is in my, you know, at least from what I've experienced with conversation with people is like, you know, generally people, you know, they don't like paying too much in tax, but are somewhat okay with it as long as they know it's being spent responsibly and they can actually reap the benefits of those, you know, those tax dollars that they're spending.
2: Yeah.
3: And that's, that's where I think the biggest issues come. It's just like, you know. Yeah. You guys can see it Canada. Not seeing the benefits of it.
0: Yeah. Like you guys have socialized medicine and all kinds of great uh, social programs going on that like you see your tax dollars at work constantly, man.
3: Yeah. And but, it's still not perfect, but it's, no. yeah, I mean, in comparison, there's, there's certainly, yeah. you you definitely see the benefits of it for sure.
1: I think they're held more accountable also. People yeah. will, where's this money and how much of it went to this and why are you spending it here? And we have this problem. And you know, and a lot of them say, you know what, I'm sorry. Let's allocate some money to this. It's not just this hidden thing that goes away and there's just hundreds of thousands of homeless people and, you know, the taxes are going up. Things actually do get done. Yeah. You know, like as yeah. JB said, it could be better, but at least you can see
0: yeah. things happening. There is no perfect system, right? Like utopia. There is, it, It'll never be a perfect system. It doesn't system. exist, no. but it's like, you know, it's nice to see people doing. It. I think the complacency comes into place in like America where, we uh, we just go, well, of course, everyone's just corrupt and, and, and embezzling all this tax money. And like, that's just the way the system works. Right. There's nothing we can do about it. And and they just kind of accept that no one's really going to care about them or take care of them. And yeah, I think we saw a big wave of people that are just coming of age and waking up to that and be just totally fucking outraged by the reality that is this this devastated American system, man. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping some change really does come from uh, all this, man. You know, we, we could <laughs> use it right about now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> Absolutely.
0: Fucking yeah. like an $800 like said, stimulus check. Isn't really cutting it.
3: Yeah. 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 And it's, and it's going to still, you know, like you said, it's going to come down to, you know, what are, you know, it's not going to be monumental change, but you know, what are, what are going to be the the little nuggets of, of something that happens? What's, you know, where are these, you know, new ideas going to come from and, and, you know, again, it's, it's not like the country's suddenly going to be, you know, flipped upside down and, and completely changed, you know, one way or the other. But there's going to be, you know, hopefully some steady progress and, and uh, you know, things moving in the right direction. Because, you know, again, even us up in Canada, is, you know, as much as we are very much a different country, you know, we, we do still share a border. And, and so a lot of a lot of policies and things that, take place in the united states do you affect canada you know even with our trade and and all that kind of thing so um that's one of the reasons why we we do sort of keep a little bit of an eye on on the things that are happening south of the border oh yeah it, it does ultimately affect us and and again even these things like you know with the border closures and stuff like that you know because of covid i mean that's that's also playing a part in in industry for us i mean you know I, I, uh, As I said, my other gig is working in the film industry, and you know we were very—I uh, am lucky enough to actually be back working now, but under you know very strict protocols, and I'm getting tested three times a week. And, oh wow! And and uh, and uh, but you know it was it was a long, slow process of getting us back to work because you know obviously a lot of our cast and a lot of our directors and people who come come to work are are having to come across the border and quarantine and all these kind of things, so. You know any any sort of positive, you know, progressive movement, you know, and I I say progressive not necessarily meaning you know an alignment one way or the other, but just moving forward is, is uh, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, let's let, let's let's all kind of cross our fingers and hope that that some positive comes out of this change. And yeah, you know. That's all we can hope You've got for. Got to
4: come man. visit us, Jason, when you, when the borders are open.
3: I would love Absolutely. to. I
0: love Canada, man.
3: Come get some poutine, man.
0: Yeah, yeah dude. poutine I and sushi.
3: I, <laughs> that sounds great,
0: man. That sounds really great. And you know what? I think that's a great, great point to wrap it up in. We've been talking for like two hours now, and that's it. Just goes by phenomenal. so fast, man. You guys have been phenomenal, phenomenal Absolutely. guests, man. So you thanks know, for having
3: us, dude. thank Absolutely. you so much thank for you, being Jason, on, yeah. man. Our pleasure.
0: I really appreciate and we'll, it. We'll definitely
3: come down. I want to. I want to come check out a Raiders game.
0: I know, right? I do too, man. I'm. I'm I've never yeah. seen a professional football game, man. I gotta go check yeah. that shit out.
3: And I, and I say that as a Forty ers fan.
0: Oh, <laughs> nice. Me too, bro. Oh. Niners, You're a Niners fan. Nin- I, was, I was born in California, man. I was a Niners fan right before I was even born. You know. Right on. So, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get to see what we get a game every four years at the Raiders. <laughs> Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Fucking AFC had to move in.
3: Yeah, that's the one thing we've got uh we've got the division rival right close to us here, in Seattle. So I've I've actually been down and and seen a game in Seattle. It was a couple of seasons ago now, but oh, those are always good but, games uh, too against the Seattle. Yeah. I've been to
4: one one game in Detroit, Lions and the Rams I saw play.
3: Oh, nice. All right. At
4: the Ford Field. Yeah, that's weird though cuz you're inside. it's like, you know, an indoor stadium. Yeah. You know, I'd rather be outside, but uh it was fun. It was cool.
0: Well, nice, man. Nice, nice, nice. We'll have to go see a Raiders game whenever things open back up. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, well, let me, do, uh, let me do the little wrap-up here. We got, uh, we got the Stars Unhinged, starsunhinged.com, instagram.com slash starsunhinged, facebook.com slash starsunhinged, twitter.com slash unhinged, and they also have a YouTube page. You can follow the link uh, down below. We will have all those links hooked up. You guys have been phenomenal, man. And uh, you take it easy. This has been uh, you, Jason. Know, to the Thank fullest. Thanks so much, brother. With Jason, peace, Frobert. brother. Peace.